Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 98. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George, the Bone King, speaking, and I'm joined by... Adrian, the masterful dude of deleteness, the face of Rosa Place, the host of the most and the most grandiose co-hosts. <laughs> and it is I, James, Dr. Rude Ramos. Hello, freaks. Yes, welcome back, everyone. How are we all feeling today? Feeling pretty good, but I have a suggestion for like a bingo card type of thing. For uh, what? So, like so fan Bone freaks bingo. Oh, yeah. I'm like this is so, random. So, Bone King has a Resident Evil reference. Uh huh. Every day. Or making fun of Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay. Which he hasn't done in a while. I was gonna say. I'm actually very proud of him for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But for Doctor Rude, it's really or uh-huh. interesting uh-huh and then for uh the dude it's uh first things first because i'd say that way too fucking mm. much i would like to add i one. say first things first not even the first thing i say it in the middle yep i'd like to add one for dr rude is whenever a comic book storyline goes in a direction he doesn't like Mm. And then we that's I one for the bingo yeah, tick. I don't even know if that's possible. I'm well with Spider-Man, it's happened like three times in like <laughs> the span of like two weeks. So I mean obviously. But uh either way, welcome everyone to our question of the week episode. Let us know if you want a bingo card. <laughs> episode ninety-nine. No. 98. 98. Not Shit. there yet. Don't worry. We're not right at the special just yet. <laughs> um so we're gonna be doing a question of the week. Is easy mode valid? So uh, obviously, there's a very might be answer. might be contentious. Might Filthy be our most casuals. Yeah, we're obviously going to pick on people who play Easy Mode. That's what we're doing here today. Um, no, 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 but we're going to hopefully have a lot better discussion about it. And obviously, there's a very obvious answer, but we're going to go deeper into it, and we're going to save it for later because before we do any of that. We're gonna do our recents. So who's want, who wants to go up next uh, or first? How about you, Bone King? You haven't uh, gone first in a while. You usually go dead last. I, you know what? I try to follow up. You know, you finish with a bang, is what I mean. Right. You know what I mean? About a right. bing. You're a very bang. giving lover. We get it. Damn right. All right. Unlike Batman, apparently. I don't know. Right. <laughs> oh no, that's. I, it's been I think has this been yeah, debunked? Yeah. Plenty disproved. With Zack Snyder's Twitter picture, has this been debunked? Uh, Why um, do you hate him so much? I don't. I. I, I just. I didn't. That wasn't a hate. Yeah, in fact, that, that was like wasn't... the one thing I actually respected him. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. But in any that's case, that's the one thing you respected him. One thing, never anymore. Can't even try. Apparently, I don't know. Not that he's oh, living his dream. No. Oh, yeah. In any case, let's go ahead and get to my reasons. So obviously, Dead by Daylight is having their anniversary. They're doing a thing where you can get points and shit. I have come bearing the news that the RPD map, oh my god, I dropped my controller. I'm so sorry, everyone. That the RPD map uh, is back, as well as the Temple is of Purgatory. Is it working? It, it's unbroken? It's unbroken. Yay. Unbroken, all right? You can tell Seether that <laughs> it's all ready to go. Um, I haven't heard that name in a long time. I know, but they did a song with freaking uh, Amy Lee of Evanescence. Well, they did a few songs because they were dating. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, it was pretty crazy. Um, back and then, in like, the as soon as they broke up, he did, like, an Amy Lee diss track. <laughs> <laughs> really? I never heard of this. Yeah. Which, oh, man, you're going to have to, which one is that one? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Amy good Lee. Good God, you're coming up with reasons. Good God. Really? That's about oh, Amy yeah. Lee? Shut up. Yeah, man. Oh my god. Well, if you never knew before, don't say we don't teach you anything on Fan Freaks. Um, You're such so, a fucking hypocrite. Anyway, carry on. Alright, no worries. Um, so Dead by Daylight, fun game, uh, you know, just getting up blood points. They're really, their anniversary thing is kind of sucky. Like, their uh, cosmetic before for the fourth anniversary was a Halo, uh-huh. and the fifth anniversary is the same Halo, but with a little tick in the middle. 
And it's like, that's lazy as oh, fuck. Oh, let's just use the same asset. Yeah, pretty much, right? And it's kind of like, all right, guys, whatever. I, I mean, case, they're busy at work trying I to mean, put out fires. That's the thing. Things are currently on fire as they're playing. I also don't kind of hate it. I just wish they did that and something else. Mm. Because on one hand, yeah, it's lazy. But also, you don't really miss out on the aesthetic while it's still being different. You get what I mean? I think it's actively also counter- for like people that missed the fourth. Yeah, hour. exactly. Sure, but I think it's actively counterproductive as a cosmetic. It's a giant glowing halo in, in a, a game hide where and you're seek. Su- exactly you're supposed to hide. Yeah. in hide and seek. So That's like, fair. I just find it very counterproductive. But even if that wasn't the case, they actually release other items as well. For but like. It was one specific character that's getting items. It's David and the Wraith. And this game has like 12 playable characters. So like only one character is getting anything. Like it's kind of like, all right, but whatever. Um, Moving on. uh, I want to talk about this because this is the biggest part of my recents. So I've been playing Tekken 7. Yay. Fucking. All right. It's like. Fuck it. All right. No, I, I love it. I'm actually really enjoying it mainly because I'm getting into it like post-season passes. Okay. Like, once everything has already been put out and things have been released on sale on fucking Steam, like, the original price is, like, fucking, what, $70 and I get it for $15? It's like, Jesus Christ, Steam is amazing. Um, But, yeah, so, like, getting into a fighting game with all the season passes already in it is a, is a great feeling. It's like actually playing an game OG fighting trash. game. It's what? unplayable. What do you mean? Why? Junior's not in it. It's garbage. Well, give the modders some Gosh. time. They'll figure it nah, out. Trust garbage. me. Garbage. I'm just Who saying. Who would they even mod him over? Kuma. I don't know. Kuma uh, or maybe Panda or. Dude, they've gotten really creative. Trust me. I'm I don't just know, saying. man. Either way, I, I just wanted to illustrate the differences between buying a, a fighting game for the first time and buying a fighting game that like has everything in it when you first play it. So initial release versus later release. Exactly. And how what that, that later release feels like when I first started playing right. fighting games where it was just unlocking things and you get it and that's it. Um, and then on top of that, I want to compare it to Mortal Kombat Real 11. Quick, okay, is Junior the only double fighter in Tekken? Double fighter? Because technically Junior is two characters. It's the mama kangaroo and the baby. But the baby doesn't hit anything. No, it, the baby is a cosmetic by this point. Like He's the fighter. No, the fighter is the mom. No, it's both of them. No, you're making this up. No. <laughs> well, then that's how does Roger called, work? That's why it's called Junior. Or, or, okay, then Roger is just a reptile with the same thing with the skin over the mom. The baby is the cosmetic. I don't know, man. I will argue. I love to. Okay. We're going to talk about Tekken, don't worry, in just a second. Because um, I grew up, I, I usually say if anyone's played Tekken, they usually have one that they like the most over all of them. And my favorite going up was Tekken Tag. Uh, Junior wears gloves. Yes, I know. Motherfucker's ready to throw down. <laughs> Cosmetics can wear gloves, all right? It's not like a fucking Ferritor from where, Mortal Kombat where, 11. Where is the end to the cosmetic? What do you mean? Oh, there is no end. It's <laughs> Infinim. What? Duodestum. Roger is the baby. Okay. Roger is the baby from Junior's pouch. Then it's not named Junior. I guess not. Then what's the reptile's name? That's a good question. All right. Well, focus at the the topic at hand here. I'm trying to compare content. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Rude with the sabotage. Call the Beastie Boys. Um, What? Yeah. I'll bring. I'll fucking. Who's the guy that did Star Trek? He'll love it. Chris Pine? No, the director. J.J. Abrams? His name is Roger Jr. Of course. J.J. Abrams, because he seems to love that song, Sabotage. They keep using it. But it's anyway, a classic. It is a classic. Oh, no. Roger is the father. Dr. Root, focus. Seriously? <laughs> anyway, I just <laughs> wanted to compare it to Mortal Kombat 11. That uh, that the dude was so kind enough to gift me that game. And it was the ultimate for, edition. For no reason. 
for for no reason, sure. Um, but you gifted me the ultimate edition of this game, with, which means it comes with all the season passes and all the DLC. Yeah. And when I started playing this game, when I went to customize my character, everything is locked off. Not even a single goddamn color like a uh, palette or anything for me to choose from. This is Everything. MK11. Right? MK11. Your fucking player ID tag or whatever. They have icons you can choose from to represent you. But like twenty of them, no, twenty nine of them are locked off, and you only get one. The game is obsessed with locking everything and having you go through back the crypt. And, and drip feeding it through the crypt through pure grinding, and it's uh -huh. not even fun. Like so you'll get doubles in the crypt. The fucking, uh, uh, fucking things you'll get will be for completely different characters you're not even going to use. Like, at least with Tekken 7, you go into the character creator, some items do cost fight money, which is not a currency, like, like a fucking premium currency at all. You get fight money every match, and it's just a matter of just, like, uh, sort winning. of pacing through the game and winning battles. Even on top of that, if you do treasure battle, every match you get a new cosmetic. Every single one. And then, on like... All of that, plus you could always just go into whatever you're customizing and get access to a color wheel and recolor anything you want for free. Is that so much to ask for? Just a recolor wheel? Like, uh, Not only that, but I'd like to just point out that Mortal Kombat 11 is ending. Like, they're not supporting the game anymore. NetherRealm isn't. They're going to move on to a different game. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tekken has been going strong for like seven years. Like, yeah, Tekken no. 7 for is seven super... Years. It's super supported. It's still uh, one of the top tournament uh, games. Mm -hmm. People still love it. The netcode's really good. Tekken 7 has to be, arguably, the best fighting game of last gen. And, or current gen, if you want to And argue. I'm not going to say it's, like, faultless. Like, the season passes are expensive, and I wouldn't buy them at base price. But the thing is, is that they're usually on sale. And even on top of that, the game already gives you a lot of characters even without the season pass. There's, like, fucking, what, 50 or 40 characters in this thing? It's ah, nuts. shit, dude. So, we were, I was just remarking that earlier, that the DLCs are probably, what, 10 to 12 characters. Yeah. But the base game alone gives you a bunch of different characters and they're all unique, and they all have different movesets. And the freedom to customize without having to grind for 20 hours. It's, you, can, you can customize from the moment you start. It is an ability. Now, that's the end of Tekken talk, but I need to talk about a character in Tekken right now. I want to talk about Bob. Has anyone heard of Bob? Yeah, the big guy. What? Can I, can I just zip up my thought real quick? Yes. Just to clarify? Mm -hmm. So the name of the character is Roger Jr.? That is the name of the baby in the pouch. The kangaroo with the red gloves is just Roger's wife. She doesn't have a name. Roger's wife? Yeah. Okay. Wife? Yeah. They're married. I thought that was his Also, mom. the name of the reptile is Alex. Alex, that's correct. Um, well, I'm glad we could answer that. I know the audience was gripping to find that out. Um, but no, but Bob, really quick. Yes. Bob is a character in Tekken where when I saw him... I thought he was just Rufus from Street Fighter again. Do you guys okay. know Rufus from Street Fighter? Yes. He's just his joke is he's fat. Like yes. he does everything is a belly bump. He's clumsy. He loves to eat. That's Rufus. So I thought Bob. That's Skinny Bob. That, that see that's a joke. Oh, it's literally called Slim Bob. Slim Bob. Okay, it's a joke cool. because they made a character that's a skinny version of this guy. But in any case, um, 
I thought Bob was just going to be that fat person joke, but when I played him, it's not actually. His whole thing is speed and weight. Where I well, I can't see if you were showing me. Um, oh, no, I was okay, speed and weight. Where it's basically he still fights karate, like he has karate moves, but he uses his size to his advantage, and he never does a joke where oh I'm hungry or something right. stupid. Bob is the most refreshing thing for bear characters I've seen in a long time, and I needed to bring him up on the podcast. Barracters? Barracters. He is definitely one of the best new barracters I've found in a long cool. time. I appreciate the fact that they don't make him a joke. Right. It's just his character design. Yeah, he just is fat. It, yes. But it's not like his whole personality. He's not, yeah, entirely based around right. that. Exactly. That's cool. And that's all I got to say about Tekken. I'm having a good time with it. I, uh, I just wanted to point out, there are... 36 characters in the base game of Tekken. And they couldn't fit Junior in there. It's trash. Whatever, bro. Give modders a chance. I'm telling <laughs> you, mods have done some crazy shit. I've switched out the whole soundtrack to get rid of that trash dubstep. The Tekken 1 through 6 has amazing soundtracks. Tekken 6 has the goddamn composer from Nier, Kaichi Okabe. And then fucking 7, they're going to replace it all with dubstep. Go fuck Is yourself. Is that the end of your reasons? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. That's all. Please clap. <laughs> Um, I rewatched Underworld 1 okay. last night. Nice. Still holds up, man. Underworld what? 1 is the best one. It's a it's very... dope as fuck. It is? Uh, I thought 2 was better. I think 2 is pretty good, but I think under 2 already starts getting into the more, like... Wacky shit. Cheesy yeah. action movie shit. The Resident Evil. Yeah. Whereas yeah. 1 is still very much like a goth vampire film. Mm. It was a special um, deal in the first one that the werewolf vampire thingy, you know, was yeah. a thing. And then in the second one, it's like Celine becomes the major focus. No, all three. Point. Also, like, there's like three hybrids suddenly in the second yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. It just kind of ruins the whole <laughs> because uniqueness Marcus of Marcus becomes a hybrid. Uh, well, I wasn't going to say hybrid for spoilers, like maybe, but uh, whatever. Fine. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Marcus becomes a hybrid. We have what's his name is a hybrid. And Celine is technically a hybrid by the end of it. Right. So it's there's no uniqueness in it. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Also, I, I played Hunt, but I haven't had a lot of time to play stuff. But mm -hmm. I did play some Hunt, um, and some No Man's Sky. Uh, I found I found that's like where I go to have my Zen. Have you ever found the center of the universe? Yeah, multiple times or just once? Uh, several times. Damn. Okay, that should take a while, from what I hear. Uh, I can't. It depends. Like you can like if you like rush to it. You can get there, like, within a couple hours. Oh, okay. But, I mean, you really have to, like, know exactly what to do, how to do it, and, like, optimize So yourself. tune in on Twitch, Dr. Root's Twitch, for the speedrun of No nah, Man's Sky. Fam. Yeah, 100%. That's literally the opposite reason I play No Man's Sky. You've been chosen, what, really? So it's just for relaxation? It's like, yeah. oh, like okay, I It get legit you. is, like, where I, like, mellow out. That's cool. That might even come up on our topic later. Mm. Mm. Uh, also, I, I, I watched something. Uh-huh. I wa <laughs> uh I watched Jupiter Ascending. Fucking oh god. <laughs> Bro, okay, go ahead. Say yeah, go for it. Say what you got to say. <laughs> I love this movie. Now, for I, the record, I'm waiting it for it. Sucks. Okay. So bad. Yeah. It Out is loud. really really bad. Like holy shit. But I love that this movie got made. Like, somehow, this got approved by multiple people. Uh-huh. Like, multiple people read this, edited this, saw this, directed this. Uh-huh. And said, this is good. 
Well, to be honest, it's about the same level of like writing as one of the fucking modern Michael Bay movies or no, anything like that. No, 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 it's Hell even worse. No, first off, it's the most convoluted sci-fi plot. Yes, I have ever seen, mm-hmm. and it tries to present it like, yeah, obviously this all makes sense. Like, it tries to present it like this isn't just the most buck wild shit he's a, i've ever seen he's a genetic bodyguard so of course we fused him with wolves yes and of it's course. like no that isn't because of some romantic stupid nonsense no but it's also he that. has like, wings on. Uh, uh, okay uh <laughs> d- d- okay oh can i say one thing about it real quick sure this movie has one of my least no probably my least favorite line in any sci-fi movie in the world Ooh, please tell me i hate it when a movie has this line why am i so important oh that is the script writer not giving a single right. shit. You just literally have them say, I'm the main character. Right. I hate it. And this movie did that. So oh, yeah. Yeah. It was it, so bad. And by the way, Mila Kunis had no idea what the fuck was going on in this movie. It seems like it. No, it, not only does it, it seem like, like it, it, she will tell you. She would, like, like, she did, like, an interview. And she straight up said, I don't know what this movie is about. Uh-huh. Like, she couldn't even come up with a summary of nothing. She just, nothing. Can you? Well, so here's the thing. Like. <laughs> Buried deep, deep under this big pile of Stegosaurus shit. Uh-huh. Is some interesting lore. In the sense of we haven't had a sci-fi opera in a long time and you're just probably thirsting for it? No, no, there like... is some legitimately interesting lore. Like, I like the premise of, like, the Earth being, like, a harvest for, like, some greater superior being. Oh, my God, that's the, that's the movie with the main villain who sounds like this. Eddie Redmayne doing, like, the worst doing? old man voice. He's a good actor. He's a very good what actor. What is he doing? I don't know. <laughs> The whole movie, and then it'd be like, "This is where I'm a get out," mm-hmm. and you're like, "What? What? Do you, what was your plan for Sean this character?" Sean Bean's also in this movie. That's true. Oh Does my he God. die? No. <gasps> Tragedy. He gets like I don't even know where no, he, he ends just up. gets like arrested. Yeah, and that's kind fighting. of it yeah. by the the Matrix because um, he like rejects. backstabs, but then like double backstabs and unbackstabs. Yes, um, the reveals the queen of the bees, of course. Uh, good, yeah. Oh my god, the movie's just fucking. We might end up needing to do an episode on this of how stupid. Turn into the special for Jupiter's Ascending. I would do a Jupiter Ascending special. And just narrow it down as to how much. Yeah, I would love it too. I'm sitting that one out. Why not? Why? You liked it? I didn't watch it. Watch it. It's horrible. (laughs) Here, taste this. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's almost a social experiment in how bad it is. Yeah, I can see that. It's worth a watch just to like. Like, just to understand the state that Hollywood is in right now, that that got greenlit. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, okay, would you be willing to watch something I recommend? No. I, I watch it. You never. recommend all the time, motherfucker. I didn't read Watchmen or anything. Granted, it took me a while, <laughs> but I didn't two read. years. But did I read it? <laughs> but did you die? But did I? Exactly. Uh, rubber. Oh, I've seen I've rubber. I've seen rubber. Okay, cool. Then. Fucking I would, I would rather tire? do a special did on you rubber. Like, did you like rubber? I love rubber. And you're saying Twin Peaks is too pretentious. Because rubber <laughs> has a whole... pretentious. Rubber has a whole thing where there's an audience that's literally supposed to be the representation of the people watching this yeah. film. And there's like and a they circus die. barker going, isn't this situation so ridiculous? And that's the whole point of that entire framework. It's supposed like, to be funny. Comes. 
I get it, but it's uh, anyway. Anyway, anyway, uh, and yeah. in defense of rubber, <laughs> one last reason to see Jupiter ascending. Lizard guy was cute. That's all. Lizard guys. The, yeah, the, there's a whole race of them. Well, you don't Again, really see a lot. Is, it's really this just is the main all guy. your reptile boner. Just I don't know. I mean, to be fair, they're guy. like big Dorito shaped muscular lizards. They're like, huge. They're, Dorito their sound shaped. Was, they're they're like super triangular, like like oh. Johnny Bravo almost. They're they almost looked like, they looked great, but their sound mixing was horrible. They didn't yeah. sound. They sounded digital. Yeah. It was really it awkward. Sounded super weird. Yeah, sorry, that movie's horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but like honestly, like I said, like there's like minor shit that I'm legitimately interested in. Uh-huh. Like all the weird different races. Like they're kind of cool. I think you're just starving for a good sci-fi adventure, you know? No, he's not. No, we've had good sci-fi adventures. Like what? Uh I mean so, here, uh, so here's what we have to have we've been the discussion. Having some false. No, here's what we have to have the discussion <laughs> of what counts as sci-fi. Most of like, the Marvel shit. Yeah, I was gonna say most of the MCU, a lot of the MCU is sci-fi. Okay, I would say that Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure, all right. I think maybe something outside of Marvel you wanted Star Wars, but Star Wars hasn't been doing such a great job. Mandalorian has, I would agree. That's yes. two seasons, my guy. Okay, Bad, Bad Batch is excellent. So no, then you're I'm absolutely not starving right. I have for no idea why you like these characters. Again, then. <laughs> it's just I think there's like, he likes weird shit. I feel like if I could take elements from this, oh. I could write an interesting story, but they the, this. People who made this, but, but I wonder how much of it is stuff you like that's from the Wachowski sisters, or is it that there's just talented artists in Hollywood that made interesting designs in the first place? And it's, uh, but it's not based on this; it's based on the actual lore of them. I like the lore of it. Okay. Anyway, right. uh, that's all I have to say on it. it. The movie is truly, truly awful. It's it's unredeemable. Uh, it's it's predictable to the point where like. By the time, by the middle of the movie, you already feel like you've re you're like you're rewatching the movie. Yeah, it's your second watching. Uh huh. Uh, but it also keeps you kept me anyway entertained because it did escalate in ridiculousness. I don't know. I don't know. It just got more and more as it kept going. That's what I'm saying. It like more and more. I kept wondering how did this get made? Anyway, just a uh, lot of cocaine, man. It, dude. For real. How did oh. no one bring Eddie Redmayne and be like, hey, you, this isn't this isn't working. You try maybe try a different aspect of this character. Oh, also, uh, I've evolved uh to uh Metal Greymon, and I've got Agumon evolved to uh Greymon. Oh no. Sorry. Metal uh war, whatever. So I'm, you're in gun phase. Yes. Yes. All right. So no, you need to reach Right God. now I'm in uh I've got one in gun phase and one in dinosaur phase. Okay. He'll hit armor almost, phase soon. You've almost attained godhood. Yes. You're right there. Actually, that's why I'm doing it, so they can turn into Omega Mon. So I can anyway. become a god. <laughs> Adrian, what are your reasons? Oh, that's it for you, bud? Yeah. You're not going to? Okay. No, I don't have anything he's, else. He's so passive aggressive, this one. I've been a little I just busy. asked. I thought that was uh-huh. more. Uh-huh. Okay. What you got for us? Okay. Uh, Tekken 7 Arcade, fuck Kazumi and her unblockable bullshit. Um, when you say Kazumi, do you mean Devil Kazumi or the regular character Devil Kazumi? Kazumi. I okay. fucking hate Devil Kazumi. Because this is like fighting game boss nonsense. Yeah, she's right. Awful. But she has like these unblockable strings that will take 75% of your health if you're not careful. And she'll do it twice. Um, So nice. She'll do it twice. Uh-huh. Uh, mod uh, remake two. I got to mod Mr. X to come in. 
And every time he comes in, he plays uh, the Ricardo theme music. You got that? <laughs> you got that? And I enjoyed that. The, the red that. bandana guy So music. I have a story Whoa. about Remake. Oh. I, I was taught by someone uh, to, you know, if you're going to put a character model or like swap mod a character, <laughs> you, you right use the trainer, <laughs> the trainer, which uh -huh. is kind of like the cheat engine, yes. whatever, <laughs> to put the character there. No. And I completely forgot that you could just do it in the main menu of Remake 2. Uh -huh. So I went the trainer route because that's what I thought I should do. So I did that and I put uh military claire i don't know if you remember the military outfit claire has i put it with a bunch of stars patches so she could be a member of stars okay mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. just just to make me feel better and i'm playing claire's run and as you know and i think everyone here would agree with me on this sherry's run is bullshit i fucking hate sherry's segment okay uh, oh that area yeah i hate the the hide and seek of it Maybe that's why I don't like Dead by Daylight. Honestly, Shara, so, Sherry and Ada segments are both kind of like that. I don't like I them. I hate Ada segment too. I just hate the segments. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm doing this and I'm playing the game, but because the trainer's still on and I'm doing a hardcore mode, no save run, I start Sherry's segment and it's Claire in the military outfit with all my gear and I'm not Sherry. So I'm like, oh... Wait a minute. Maybe if I do a little bit of the puzzle so I could go under the wall. No, because it's still working as Claire. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, the great thing about the trainer, it could transport your character to anywhere on the map. So I'm like, oh, let me just go outside of the orphanage. And uh, no. And I then know. I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Granted, I'm I'm stupid. I, this I don't mod all that uh -huh. often. I it, it took me a lesson to learn this shit. So I'm there and I'm like, okay, what? Let me just change the trainer to make it, you know, Sherry. So turn off that because I already have, oh no, uh, I'm still Claire. So I'm like, okay, hmm. Because you need to reset a checkpoint for it to load a new character. So then I thought, I'll just kill myself in the game and I'll just do a continue. Not need I remember corner. right after I did that and I hit continue, I'm at the start of the rpd and i'm like oh hard oh hardcore. oh no save run <laughs> so i just want to preface this so I've i just I this is me 2 a.m i did that and i'm like i'm just gonna put this down i'm gonna go i'm calling it a night i'm just gonna go to sleep the lesson that was taught to him by the way was to learn how to swap out character models that you don't normally are able to play as so like if Don't I'm doing normally are able that you aren't <laughs> normally able to play as yes there you go so like if he was doing Claire right uh -huh. yeah um and let's say he wanted to play as Marvin you'd use the trainer to play as a sure. character you normally wouldn't be able to but instead he chose to use the trainer to switch costumes right. which is an option in the game that you don't need the trainer to do yes right. I, so I I had said him. that at the beginning of my story I know but I'm just telling you what went wrong here no, I I already you said what I went. Yeah. Okay, I'm just telling you when no, it comes you're to just costumes, reiterating how I'm reiterating, dumb I am. No, I'm reiterating no, no. that the lesson was not learned. That's all. This no, is, the lessons are. I haven't done it again. Uh, but you learned it because obviously this this. So then the lesson you know, is learned. The lesson was learned to, later than expected. This speaks to my failure as a supervillain, and that 
each of your villain is each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a rivalry. Why not? Uh, is that uh, which one's Gary? Um, no, I Both. played uh, some Hell Divers. I got back when? in the. I just I just downloaded it recently because you had mentioned oh we should try Hell Divers yeah. with uh, Meemaw yeah. and I I wanted to see man I remember playing it and of course I went after the bugs because Starship Troopers uh-huh. and whatnot. Oh. Um, still fun. Still there. holds up. Still super active with people. Yeah. Um, I think and last lastly, season the humans lost. Wow, fuck. Okay, we always lose though. Hmm. Uh, and if my intro didn't speak of it, I started watching the return again. I want to finish Twin Peaks, and man, the return is good. Hmm? I Wait, really like this. What? No, what? I wasn't expecting that. Really? You weren't expecting me to applaud a good show. No, I thought you were because you were hating it last time we talked, and now you like it. Hey, George, things can be fluid, man. I I'm sorry that I'm just surprised that like literally a week ago May- you were like it's so pretentious, I hate it, and no. now you're like it's a good show, and I'm like I never said it wasn't a bad show. Okay, but I'm- that first episode of the return didn't answer any fucking questions. No, and there is a hint of pretentiousness in it. Okay, okay. Obviously, they're not going to give you the answers in the first episode. No, because Lynch doesn't fucking care about answers. He, he Okay, he gives you answers. It's just not the ones you want right now. But okay, I'm happy. He gives me he answers to questions I never asked. I'm, I'm happy. But yet the ones I ask, he doesn't answer. It, it, the point is the mystery. But in any way, um, I'm happy to hear you're liking it. That's all. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, so I, is there anything specific you like about it? or Like anything you want to bring up? or I can't. Nothing? Spoiler as fuck. Bro. I guess so. All right, fine. Go for it. I do have one more addendum, real quick, to my recents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm watching I... Loki. Okay. And this isn't a spoiler, but it's just something I want to talk about. This latest episode of Loki makes Polybius canon in the MCU. Do either of you know what Polybius is? It's like an no. Old... I I have no idea who this character. It's like a uh, uh, old. Is, is it a Marvel character? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a legendary arcade cabinet. Yes, that, it's like yeah. a cryptid arcade cabinet. Yeah, a cryptid arcade cabinet. So, for those of you who don't know, sometime in the late in the in the mid eighties, were you almost done with your recents? No, I was done. Okay, yeah, all right, cool. Go ahead. He was uh, in the mid eighties. A uh, bunch of supposedly a bunch of arcade store owners just had a random arcade cabinet delivered to their arts to their stores, hmm. named Polybius. It was very popular with kids, but a lot of those kids stopped showing up after a while. Apparently, those kids reported symptoms that ranged anywhere from severe migraines to uh, suicidal tendencies. To playing Pokemon Black. <laughs> to suicidal tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, Great band. Going so uh, going so far as to like threaten to kill themselves. At the same time, also not remembering any of their gameplay of Polybius. Again, so though. they played this but didn't remember it? Right. Okay. And then bi-weekly, men in black suits would come and hook something up to the Polybius Arcade, collect some data, and then just leave. And then at some point within the year, Polybius cabinets were just stolen from all the arcades it, that they were seen at. This is this is a legit cryptid story? No, it, it's I mean, it's a creepypasta slash basically. cryptid thing. It's not a real, oh, real so game. So it's about as canon as Slenderman. Right. Well, but Slenderman became into existence sure. and actually became a thing, uh, but yeah. But uh, yeah, I just think it's really interesting. You can find uh, ROMs of Polybius online. 
Oh yeah, because people have made games that are trying to replicate. No, what are you what talking about, George? It's it's the actual oh, ROM of you're the arcade. Right. Sodico <laughs> is producing these right. games for people to die in seven uh, days. But yeah. I just love that it's canon in the MCU. I think that's great. Also, the MCU explains what happened in the Philadelphia experiment. That's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. They also explained D.B. Cooper in an episode. Yes. So that was fun. Yeah, it's pretty great. I kind of like that they're doing all this random bullshit. But this episode was fan servicey as fuck. Yeah, well, not I like can see that. Anime, and the next, the not next... like anime fan service, but just like comic book fan service, just for the record. So, no so the difference. next episode's the last episode, right? I, Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. That was short. Yeah, it's a six episode miniseries. Just like Falcon. Okay. Uh, no, I thought he was pretty tall. Actually, and shorter than Zeth. I, the joke remains. That is it for my reasons. I just really want to talk about Polybius because it's one of my favorite little bits of internet culture. All right. Do you guys have any news? I already dropped it on the Mortal Kombat thing. So okay. Uh, I got. I mentioned the Dead by Daylight thing, so I don't really need to do that. But I'd like to talk about how uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness is now released and how... All three of us Resident Evil fans have not seen it at all. No, I was I started watching it last night, but I've been I haven't slept in like three days, mm. so I fell asleep. Okay, but that's, I I literally didn't even make it past the title. Like I literally turned it on, and like passed out. I wouldn't even bothered. I would have just gone to sleep. It's not worth it. No, worth I want to see it. Fuck you, George. Four episodes are out. I'm gonna yeah. try it. Yeah, I th- I'm probably gonna watch it between tonight and tomorrow. I will definitely see it, but dude, am I not expecting much? Sorry. Like, I've, Whatever, man. I've seen a lot of these animated films, and they always end up just being completely well, new I characters. Like degeneration. The only what thing- was that? I didn't understand Yanni's. What? <laughs> I like Degeneration. Uh, you the mean when thing- Leon was a robot? When is he not? Well, actually, the what? only thing I've heard about the, the new one uh, is a friend of mine said they liked the portrayal of Leon. Well, because um, yeah, so far that's all I'm reading on on yeah. the Facebook Resident Evil group. It's because Nick Nick group. is a good voice actor. Mm. Nick Apostles Apostles. Right. He he's really good at being young Leon, but it's weird because he's older Leon with young Leon's voice. It's a little bit distracting, but it's I mean I don't know. At least he has a personality because in Degeneration he was stone faced. Shoot yeah. him in the head. I can't handle this. And that was it. That was his only character. Um, one thing I will say about this thing, apparently they show, uh, it's not really a spoiler since it's going around, but Ashley is in it. Yeah. Like in a photo. I don't know if she's actually I a can't believe Leon didn't go for that and, and went for Ada. I mean, he's kind of like. Ada's kind of hot though. Well, Ada is kind of no, hot No, but though. Ashley in the pictures look pretty good. Mm. Sure, but think of it this way. I think Leon, like, he's, Le- he's Ada's submissive, you know? And, like, maybe, like, he can't because, like, he's, like, con- not contract, maybe contractually obligated to only sleep with Ada or something. I don't know. I don't pretend to know what's going on, but Leon said no. <laughs> That's all I need to know. Yeah. Just his right hand comes off. Anything That's else? right. Where'd everybody go? Bingo? That's right. Bingo? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Women. <laughs> Anything else? No, no. That's it for my news. So I've got a pretty hefty news segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got three points that I want to discuss, and then I'm going to just have some rapid-fire headlines. Okay. Uh, we got a trailer for RoboCop Rogue City. What? That's a game, right? First-person shooter that takes place during the events of RoboCop 1, 2, and 3. Okay. That's cool. That seems like fun. These are the same people that made the Terminator... Uh, the Resistance. Resistance game, which wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Got mediocre scores at best. Mm-hmm. But it also wasn't terrible. At least it wasn't the Rambo game. Less said about the Rambo game. Uh, <laughs> so I'm probably going to be biased 
towards liking this game. I, anything RoboCop, I'm biased It's for. interesting, though, that they went from Terminator to RoboCop. Yeah, I know. It's not really that big of a jump, you guys. Crossover? No, no, no. It's just interesting. I didn't say it was a jump. I said it was interesting because okay. it could lead to crossover, as he just By said. the way, just hmm. because I, I want to like uh, mention how much I hate Death Battle, there's no way in hell RoboCop beats a Terminator. Anyway. Um, well, because Terminator is just like a, they have a nuclear fucking cell. They just not blow just up that, and it's a nuke. They move at human speeds. But- not... <laughs> No, I like how you're thinking about it like if they're actually fight. I just went, no, he can explode into a nuke. There is no yeah, fight. Yeah, but Robocop <laughs> also has like a sniper rifle that basically has a mini nuke in it. Like, it's crazy. Okay, I didn't know about this sniper Come on, man. Rifle. It's the 80s. Everything's nukes. Everything is nuke. Everything's uh, nuke so powered. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of that. I like that it's covering three games. That's cool. Or three movies. Three mm. That's movies, dope yeah. as fuck. Uh, Lovecraft Country season or Lovecraft Country was canceled at HBO. Right, at the set I remember last year. Fucking uh, meanwhile, mistake. we're still getting a fucking Game of Thrones prequel because that's what people want, right? right? It's literally whatever sells the most, not what people want. So but it's like, like it, there's no way Game of Thrones is selling anything anymore. Like it's disappeared from the popular zeitgeist. You, you think. But apparently uh, not. But Misha Green uploaded uh, a, tw- a couple tweets that described a little bit about what we would have gotten. She's the in showrunner, right? Yeah, the showrunner. Okay. About what we'd have gotten in season two. Mm-hmm. And the most interesting thing to me is she posted a map because it would have taken place uh, a few years into the new world that has been created. Okay. And the United States is now divided into the tribal nations of the West, the Jefferson Commonwealth in the Northeast of the United States. Uh, the center of the United States going in a diagonal line is the White Lands, and the su- whole south, south uh, east United States going from Texas all the way up through, like, North Carolina, and then south, including Florida, is the New Negro Republic. Uh-huh. What is, That's which, dope. Wait, which show is this again? This is Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country Season 2. Oh, I thought it got canceled, so it's coming back? It did. No, this is what we would have gotten oh, in Season 2. Oh, what we would two. have gotten? Yes. Oh, okay. It all would right. have been this version of the u.s that's divided into these like new nations i was gonna say like i was like D- didn't this get canceled so this is the would-be script got yeah it, got exactly it. uh it's it's called the sovereign states of america by mm. the way uh getting a so, lot of bioshock infinite kind of yeah uh Commonwealth. yeah so i think that's pretty fucking interesting uh also uh fox news has been going on a rant recently I, we try not to get political here but this is funny as fuck to me okay um Fox News has been going. There's a, a Captain America storyline uh, going on. Oh, I heard about this. Where, yeah, but but big part of it is Captain America is questioning the American dream and whether it's real and what it actually means to mm-hmm. different people. It's not his mission statement as a character uh-huh. or anything, but yeah. And uh, Fox News is livid that Marvel is politicizing Captain America. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, but it's extra funny because, like, Captain America, apparently his biggest thing is, like, course-correcting America, questioning America, and, like... Motherfucker punched Hitler! Yes, he's a politicized guy! He's Captain America! America. Yeah, his name is Captain America. He's literally, like, a, a soldier patriotic symbol. This isn't the first time Fox News went against superheroes. Uh, what was it? Five, six years ago, New Fifty Two Superman. Oh yeah, relinquished his American citizenship. Yeah, Fox News spent a month on it. What if? But <laughs> it's but why? Wild, since man. 
It'd be great if they were like, what? also in this comic, Superman's Russian. This one we can't have anymore. Red right. Sun, get it away. Yeah. Uh, and also just to crush, you know, our respective childhoods, one of their like guest speakers for like one of their, you know, Fox News and Friends bullshit segments mm-hmm. was Dean Cain, mm. a previous Superman actor. For I will Clark. speak on behalf of the Superman community. Uh, we have revoked <laughs> and disowned Dean Cain. Yeah, he, mm. the, the, he, he no longer has rights to the S. That's fair. That's uh, fair. You got to separate the work from the person. Yeah. So now no, I see I've he. just got a few like rapid fire headlines. No. Uh, Halloween's one through five will, are coming out in a Blu-ray set. 4K one through Blu-ray. five, no six. I, different, a different studio. Oh. I saw the art on the front. It wasn't yeah. bad, but people are all like, it's not the original art. So people right. are like, what the fuck? But yeah. Um, some of the heads over at Avatar Studios, not Blue People Avatar, but Last Ang- Airbender Avatar. Ang- Last Airbender. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some of the people over at Avatar Studios says that they've got about 20 years of production planned out. God damn. I see. That Stevens... doesn't mean that they're releasing something every 20 years. No. But just with the amount of stuff they have planned, they could the be working for 20, that they have. for 20 but, years. But statements like that always make me feel like they don't know where they're going. They just have a lot of things. Because they, know, they can have a set path, but the thing is, the world and life is always subject to change. If you don't think something's going to change in a 20-year span, like... Sure, but it worked for Marvel. But they had a lot of things change there too. So yeah, but as the long pa- as they're but flexible, the pretty much stayed the same the whole way. They just had to make minor changes to adapt to society. But they still had to change. What, is what I mean. Yeah, but what I'm point. saying that. But I still think it's a viable statement to make. I just think that's cool. Okay. Uh. Uh. Aside from the new Metroid Amiibos that are coming out for Metroid Dread, mm-hmm. they're also re-releasing uh Dark Samus as a uh, the Dark so Samus. So is Amiibo. she gonna be in the game? I don't think so. She's already in Smash. I just think everyone forgot about her, to be honest. Um, Disney Plus updated all of the Marvel uh, show thumbnails mm-hmm. to feature Black Widow as she appeared in all those movies. Just as marketing for the new Black Widow movie. I think it's pretty cool. Okay. It's a neat little marketing thing. Uh, Del Toro's Nightmare Alley got a got its official rating, and it's a rated hard R. Mm-hmm. Which excites me. Hard R Del Toro horror movie. I'm here for it. Uh, Kevin Smith really wants you to know that he's made a very important update to his version of He-Man. Uh, and that's that He-Man has nipples. Um, <laughs> was, I mean, was this a fact of his... Yeah, well, just in the original animation... In the animation, 80s cartoons, he, he didn't had no have nipples. It. Even though he was shirtless, there were no nipples. What was his name, his real name? Uh, Adam. Eric. Adam. Oh, Adam, sorry. Adam, Adam, Adam you were Adam. born without your nipples. They are a sign of your destiny. Yeah. Like, is that really what it was? Um... The, the the cast itself isn't necessarily interesting, but I like that we're at this point in production. I the, have the nipples. Sorry, go ahead. The Blade Runner animated series uh, got its official cast announced. It's a it's an anim, it's an animated series. It's a joint venture between Adult Swim and Crunchyroll. I think it's pretty cool. I like the idea of what Crunchyroll, man. Like I get it, they handle anime and whatnot, but they've yeah. also kind of misused a lot of funds a lot of the time. Like there was that one time they had their self-produced anime that was using a lot of Kickstarter funds, and that's supposed to go towards something else. Like in terms Ruby, of making you it mean? easier. No, that's Rooster Teeth's thing. This was yeah. a whole separate oh. other thing with like witch girls, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this shit? This isn't what we want our money used for." Mm. But yeah, sorry. So Crunchyroll, I'm not like a hundred percent trusting, but they can make good business decisions, yeah. maybe. Uh. And we have to talk about the Nintendo Switch Pro. Oh, wait. No. Oh. The Nintendo Switch OLED edition. The OLED. 
I'm glad this is another console I don't need to buy. Uh-huh. Just a... Uh, Though, to be fair, I might buy it. Why? Just because I want a second Nintendo Switch because I want to hack my first one. Oh. Because I still have the launch Nintendo Switch. Right. Which is the only one that can be easily homebrewed. Mm. So I, I don't hate this as an idea for people who need a new Switch. Right. But, like, no Switch owner is going to fucking get this Agreed. normally. So. Like, it's this is not, nobody needed this. It's a slightly better screen. The, the, the thing that pisses me off is Sorry. that it comes with a, with a wired LAN port. Yeah. Which they could have easily done for the first one. On yeah. a good note, if you still want to throw money at Nintendo, they will be selling the dock separately. For like $80 or some Probably. crazy shit. Yeah, I tried uh, buying another But one. aside from the screen, I think the only major improvement is the kickstand is way better. <laughs> Great. It's a, yeah, it's a wire. Good job. Like, it's a wire no, it's kickstand. No, it's a whole back panel. But it's a, it's a wire back panel. They The advertisement said a wire kickstand. Oh, well, sure. So but it's flexible yeah, yeah. is yeah, the whole it's idea. It's flexible. It's adjustable. It's way better than what we currently got. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, no, other than for reasons like myself, like no one with a switch should upgrade to this. For frame of reference really quick, just to sort of hearken to this lost bit of technology that everyone's ignored. The Vita had an OLED screen, uh-huh. by the way. Yeah. So ahead of its fucking time, but whatever, I guess Sony well, doesn't want to care that's about like it. like what, like a bunch of like Vita fans have been like blasting. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Vita fans? They exist, Adrian. There's Outside like, of this room? I was about like, to say, there's one right fucking here, There's asshole. like a dozen of you. The, there's whole <laughs> dozens of us. Dozens. Yeah. Hey, uh, fuck you. I have a Vita too. I like my but Vita. But do you use it? Do you like it? I... I use it uh, and like it are two different questions. Two different things. Um, I don't have time to use it because uh-huh. if I did have time to use it, I'd be playing my Switch. I love my personal classic Resident Evil portable device. It's the best. But uh, yeah, so I mean, there's still hope that like it's that doesn't mean that the Nintendo Switch Pro is off the table. No, it will happen. It will. It will uh, eventually. Most disappointingly, they they're not upgrading the RAM. They're not upgrading the processor. Fine. They're also not upgrading the Joy-Cons. No oh, god. It's the same ass Joy-Cons. That was so it's drift as fuck. Probably. Uh, uh, they did increase the battery life. I do know yes. that. It's like 9 hours again. Just just for for the audience really quick if I may PSA, all these things are really expensive. If you go to the Nintendo site, you can buy like different versions of this equipment. I got a fucking HDMI converter thing. It was 20 bucks as opposed to the 80. I got a Joy-Con attachment that was 15 bucks and it was bigger and more sturdier with no drift. So there are replacements. Mad cats the shit out of this. Continue. Uh, and then finally, uh, even though I, I don't know how familiar you guys would be with his body of work, but Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Sr. has died. Oh, Sr. Okay, has passed away. Uh, he was a film director, and he wrote stuff for like movies and TV shows. Also, he uh, his his big claim to fame is this political satire movie called Putney Swope. Um, but he also wrote a few episodes of Twilight Zone. He died at eighty five years old. Okay, like uh, Robert, the class, like the OG Twilight Zone. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, RDJ had, you know, some lovely words to say about his father, and that's all. Just, you know, a guy who made some cool shit. All right, well, I feel Including for... Including Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I feel for Jr. Yeah. I hopefully, you know, condolences. Uh, but yeah, and that does it for my news. All right, I think... I, I would like to say, just for the record, I'm super excited about the night, Nightmare Alley, Del Toro's horror movie. What I just found out recently about Del Toro was he was supposed to be, like... Universal came to him and said, do you want to take over yes. the Dark Universe? And he's like, no. No, he said no, and that was something he regrets. Yeah. 
honestly might have been a smart decision on his end. I don't know, man. That would have been. Cra- I think he could have saved it. It he, needed a Feige. He did a movie that might as well have been in that series. And oh, the Shape, the Shape of, of Water. Water. Okay. And that that would have saved it if there was so any like interest. So that's their creature from the Black Lagoon, you mean? Yeah. And then to be honest, that movie did really well, and yeah. it still wasn't enough to save the Dark, or even give enough money or attention to the Dark Universe picture. It for wasn't part of the Dark Universe. No, I know, but wasn't it at least the same uh, studio or anything no. similar no. to that? No. Nope. So then how do they get Creature from the Black Lagoon? It's That's not, not the Creature of the Black, Black Lagoon. Oh, it's just a sea monster? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it's, it was supposed it, to be No, the Black no, Lagoon. George. It's a sea man. You're His right. His name is literally the amphibious man. I'm a big fan of sea man. 100%. The Dreamcast um, game? Yes. That game is actually dope as fuck. Dude, a friend of mine is playing it. There's like over what? three. Or, yeah. There's over like four or 5,000 lines of dialogue that yeah, are dude. so random. And the main Seaman voice actor is the guy who plays York in Deadly Premonition. Okay. Yeah. Very random. For those of you who don't know, Seaman was a really weird Dreamcast yeah, game. Yeah, sorry. Where you, talk where you to could fish. talk to a hybrid fish dude. It's like a guppy with a dude face you kind of watch it grow it was, yeah it was it's a like little a, bit weird it's a it virtual pet yeah it was an aquarium it is thingy. a virtual pet but it's the weirdest fucking virtual pet ever made yeah yeah with, no, that's definitely the case with a very early version of voice recognition because you did like you would talk to a microphone to your fucking fish dude you could talk to pikachu or seaman yeah you exactly. know one or the other it was really I, i'd rather talk to seaman pika yeah, yeah. only says like his pika. name no, pika doesn't listen worth a shit that's is what true. pika doesn't do Ooh. First off, that fucking bitch. Hey, you Pikachu is the most frustrating goddamn <laughs> Pokemon experience I've ever had. Pick up the ball! Pick up the fucking ball! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And yes, that does it for my news. Alrighty, so I think that's all the news we got for today, right? Yep. Alrighty, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to talk about our question of the week, which is, is easy mode valid? Are you valid? I'm always valid. I'm invalid. Oh. <laughs> 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 this is James, Dr. Rude Ramos, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast. Make sure to check us out at our Lair, the Fan Freaks Facebook page, and on Twitter. And remember, that's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. Follow us, or else. Alright, I can fucking finally sit down and play this freaking game. Ultra Fighter 5! Select your character! Uh, fucking whatever, man. Just this guy. Select your difficulty! So freaking tired. I'm just, I'm just, e- yeah, easy. You selected little bitch mode! Hey, no! It's, it's Do easy Do you wish mode. to confirm that you are a little bitch? No. Hey, Phil! Phil, check this out! Yo, what, what? is- Hey! Ah, uh, dude, do you need a pacifier with I that? I can't believe this guy actually picked what the happening? easiest Wait, mode, no. right? What a fucking baby. Bro, this game came out like what? Like forever ago and no one picks easy. I'm gonna go play No Man's Sky. Yeah, you better run. <laughs> this game's too good for you anyway, scrub, noob. So, so welcome back. <laughs> so welcome back. Do you, you got a, de- a little too easy? Do you have, that, a, degra- do you have like- a degradation fetish? This game is for you. you sure- <laughs> wow! <laughs> That was the move of someone with the tiniest dick. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> You're kidding. This way might be one of our weirdest bits. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> uh, that being said, welcome back, freaks. We are doing our question of the week. Is easy mode valid? Yes. So. And we've been tinkering with this question for a while because it's 
somewhat philosophical. But to... can we just get to the obvious answer? Oh, yes. Yes, of course yes. it's valid. Yes, of course. Like, That's it, not really what this episode is about. As I said in the beginning, there's a very obvious answer, and yes, easy mode is valid. Yes. But for it, a variety of reasons. But it needs to be said because on the internet, you'd think otherwise. You'd yeah. think certain games need to have... A level of difficulty or else it's unplayable. Easy mode is for filthy scrubs. Yeah, there's this weird mentality that like easy mode means you did not actually play the game. Right. And I guess Honestly, the, yeah. the, the game that comes to mind that people bitch about the most would be Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. Any Souls like game. Uh-huh. And also can can game journalists please stop comparing every fucking game with any ounce of difficulty? Dark Souls. Well, they don't even really do that because of any gameplay elements. They do that because they know Dark Souls is popular. Right. And if they say something is like popular game, that'll right. get them more clicks. And Bro, also, do you they, remember and when also the... they can put it in their tags. Yes. That's you true you remember when fucking Crash the Reboot trilogy yeah. came out? Uh-huh. They were like, the jumping mechanics are very Souls-like in that it's difficult. I'm like... Bro, okay, that's but so bro. Just, just before we get into Souls, because you know, you know what? Let's bring up Souls as the first one, just uh, so we sure. can start talking about that now. So, I want to say before I say any of my opinions going forward is that we need to remember these are video games. Mm-hmm. They are something for you to play and enjoy. And if you need to set it a certain way for you to enjoy it, there's no problem with that. Exactly. So even if there was an easy mode in Dark Souls, if the player wanted to play that easy mode, that is their fucking prerogative. If you buy the game, you are entitled to do with it as you will. Yeah, agreed. It's like, it, it, I don't get it. It's like if someone were to be like, I beat Dark Souls, and then someone, oh, but did you play it on hard mode? Did you play it on normal? Did you, it's like if I Some said- Some people- are grown-ass adults with grown-ass adult responsibilities and don't have the time to dedicate grinding 40 hours through the insanity difficulty. Right. That's just it, man. But even if it's it's not even a matter of, like, how much content you get or how quickly, there are are just certain paces that are better for certain people. I know people who play Dark Souls are like, I can only play NG++ because that's the level of, like, health I'm comfortable Mm. with and that kind of shit. But, like... No one's going to, like, say you're bad for not playing New Game Plus difficulty of Dark Souls. none of us are going to say that. Well, I'm just saying no reasonable person should, because it's like... If you do, take the stick out of your ass and fucking let it go. By the way, I only want to talk about this briefly just because we we just talk about a game that degraded you, or we just pretended to do a game that degraded you for choosing easy mode. Mm. I just thought of what? What? On the original PC release for Earthworm Jim... Uh-huh. If you play the game on the easy difficulty setting, you don't get the ending of the game. Oh, that's so... You instead get the director of Shiny Entertainment at the time uh, uh-huh. that does this really weird voiceover rant. If you want the actual difficulty of the game, you got to go play and, and play on normal mode. But until then, what are worms? And he goes into this, like, weird rant about, like, what, what worms, worms are. are. That slowly devolves into just random nonsense. Worms have highly irregular fur patterns down their back and a teleportation module. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. Right, but even more recently, I even mentioned it, the pacifier bit. Yes. You actually see BJ Blazkowicz with a pacifier if you pick the easy difficulty yep. on the most recent Wolfenstein. Fucking like Doom's difficulty names are like, it, I'm don't... a baby or something. No, it's yeah. a Don't Hurt... Uh, it's a, uh, what is it? Uh... Don't Hurt Me Baby? Or no. Something? No, Hurt Me Plenty is the one after yeah. that one, I know. But it's like, uh, I don't know, baby mode. You can see it. They even do it there too with yeah. the pacifier shit. 
But like, again, back in the day, that was a big thing in the 90s. And like, it was shaming people into playing hard modes and the harder difficulties you play, the better gamer you are and all this shit. But the thing is, is like, can I play daddy? Oh, yeah. Can I play daddy? That's true. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's Wolfenstein, not Doom. Yeah. Like they used to have it. It we got really creative with those. Uh-huh. Are, are we done with Dark Souls or should I? No, no, no. Sorry, I just because I I thought that it was funny that we did a bit about and that was a thing. Like, well, yeah, because in the nineties again, it was a big selling yeah. point. But the thing is, in those days as well, it was like a game had to be hard so you could keep playing it because if it wasn't, you'd get done with it yeah. quickly. Yeah, and like also that yeah. was the marketing of it. At yeah, the time. yeah. But no, we can't go back to Dark Souls. I just really wanted to talk about shiny fucking going on a weird worm rant because you chose easy difficulty it's really fucking weird that's fair but i want to go back to dark souls because i know the dude has a, a thing against dark uh, souls. an aversion if you will an yes. aversion of dark souls and you your main reason of saying why you don't like it is because you don't want no to no, have no. To i never it. said i don't like it because i haven't played it i said These i'm not interested in playing it because everything about it is it's really hard it's really difficult you, you need have, to be no. at your at your like perfect best no. to beat the game. Again, this is what I have been told and what has, I have what has led me to believe about souls. Again, this is okay. my opinion on it. Right? Fair. Okay, I understand that, but you, how can you like you should probably try it if all you're getting is just people saying it's hard because as two people, Dr. Rude and I have played it, it's really not that soul-crushingly it hard. Isn't. Unless you want it to Hollow be. Hollow Knight's harder. Well, yeah. Which apparently. one's harder? Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight has some areas oh. that are hard. But like, <laughs> my, my point being is like, there is a huge stigma with yeah. Dark Souls. Because look, if you grew up uh, playing turn-based RPGs, you always heard from everybody, why can't I run up and hit them? Which is such a like, you don't understand the idea of the gameplay of how it's timed in the whole nine yards. That's how you have to think about Dark Souls. People just want to run up and hit things a lot of the time. And that's why it's so hard to them because they're not thinking about the RPG I like RPG to run elements. up and hit things. Okay, but you've played an RPG, right? Yeah, back, you, in, back this like is, 20 years ago. Sure. Well, really? You never played? Okay, well, regardless. I'm sure you've gone across a leveling system at some point. A leveling My, system? Yes. Yes, RPG elements. The idea here, and I want to bring this up because this is going to be talking about RPG difficulties, and I'll just segue straight from Dark Souls, is that even if the game's hard when you're playing it, if you go back and grind souls, admittedly, you know, it's not the most fun part, but you get souls fairly not, like, incredibly hard. You can grind pretty well. Once you get a high enough level, the bosses become easier, and it just becomes a matter of pacing yourself. Am I too weak for this boss? I gotta hang back, grind, and then tackle it again, and then it's Easy peasy, man. There's so many ways to break also, that game. Yeah. Also, I actually like grinding. It, 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 so you'll love it. It has a really cool. It has some really cool lore. Well, for the record, like well, we're talking about gameplay. Though. I know, like, but I'm just saying, like the whole thing of Dark Souls is not just that it is insanely. That's not the only catch. It also has good lore. Anyway, sure. So I'm, going yeah. into RPGs, but into RPGs, I want to bring them up. Well, I brought two games in a row. Do you guys want to bring one up, or is that okay? No, go ahead. Because RPGs, I wanted to bring them up because the way that they handle difficulty is that, is that if it's too hard for the player, we give the player an area to level up and then they can approach the problem a different way. The worst RPGs don't let you do that. And they just kind of just run you into things with no preparation. Shimigami Tensai. Mm. I love you, Shimigami, the later ones, but the earlier ones were fucking brutal to the point where it was like there is no grinding if you were to grind you'd fight enemies that lower your level which actively reverse your grinding 
Jesus. Yeah, so Shimigami got nuts, and that's why I'm saying, like, there's obviously a bad way to do that. But the good way, and I think the reason why I like how RPGs handle it, is just that you can find different ways to fight the boss. You can go back and reassess, kind of like a survival horror, almost. Except in that one, you're kind of limited I'd like to argue, though, there's an RPG that does a lot of grinding, and it does a lot of, like, unique pacing. And the one that comes to mind is Pokemon. Right, right. Pokemon, yeah. every time you... what What's the goal of it? You collect the badges to go beat the Elite Four to become a Pokemon champion. Right. But there's a lot of space and a lot of optional battles and sometimes not optional because mm-hmm. you have to walk in front of that fucking trainer. Well, those are... It's very specifically placed grass and, and people standing right. in the weirdest lines. And when I think of grinding, I think of Pokemon. Like, I'll gladly spend countless hours just beating up the same 10 Pokemon or five Pokemon in this patch of grass before I go fight Brock or Misty or something. But that's like if someone came up to you and said, oh my gosh, this gym leader is so hard. This Pokemon that I just randomly caught next to it isn't beating it. This game sucks. It's like, no, you need to train the Pokemon. You need to learn the strategy. Like, it's it's not that it's just hard. You can do something about the hardness. Yayo. <laughs> I'd also like to argue... On- just just because I want to mention it on the title, on that note, Bayonetta probably has the best ultimate difficulties in well, terms of what they're called. Nonstop, infinite climax, and harder than hard. All Some right, of the so best. We're, we're definitely going to go with hashtag harder than hard. <laughs> just for, for today's episode. Harder than, harder than hard. Than harder than Carry hard. on. I like that. Um, but just to kind of go with, uh, with Pokemon again, to be a Gen 1-er, I, I hate saying it, but... Gen 1 probably had the most clearly defined easy, normal, hard when it comes to the starters. Mm -hmm. Easy being Bulbasaur because he could clear you the first two gyms easily. Right. Normal being Squirtle. He's going to have an easy time on the first gym, but does nothing for the second and third gym. And then the the third pick, Charmander, is clearly the hardest one because he's only relevant on the fourth badge, the grass badge. Sure. But here's my thing because everyone brings that up. They don't tell you this going no, in. No, 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 it's, this is it's all trial like a, by fire. It's like a Rorschach test. You right. just pick which Pokemon appeals to you, and that picks your difficulty. Right. And that's kind of genius in a way, because you, it, it selects your difficulty without you even realizing it. And you may be actually able to tackle harder difficulties than you would have even realized. I think could. it's time, time now, excuse me, time yes. now for me to bring up a game. Okay, by One of the means. best games, and ever since they did it there... They did it on a bunch of other games using the AI. But Resident Evil 4 has Mm. a difficulty that depends on how well you fight and how well your accuracy is. It'll gauge and change. I know George likes to run away from all the fights. That's correct. In Resident Evil 4. That's correct. But the bosses, the the enemies do change a little bit of their tactics. And there's a couple other games that come to mind. Uh, Uh, Before we jump from 4, I have more to say about 4. Oh, okay. If if we can, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. I was just I was just saying that it's a nice little thing that the AI has mm-hmm. where it'll change adaptive their... difficulty. Yes, that's yes. the word. Thank it, you. But here's my thing with adaptive difficulty. Which difficult? Like, if you want to pick a difficulty, adaptive difficulty blurs the line between different playthroughs. And if you were going to be like, I want to try this mode, and then I fuck up a lot in that mode, I could end up playing the the mode I've already played just because I fucked up enough. Because it's adjusting oh, itself to be worse, to be Metal easier Gear and easier 5, for me. The chicken hat. On, um, I was gonna mention that. You know what really pisses me? Like it honestly, legitimately upsets me. Mm-hmm. Both the fucking chicken hat 
and Resident Evil. Stop asking me if I want to lower the difficulty. Okay, okay. Only certain games do that. I know. Four doesn't. But four stop. doesn't at all. I know it doesn't. Stop it. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna bring that later with Devil May Cry. Because Devil oh, May Cry, yeah, Devil May every Cry fucking that. time you die, it's like, would you like to go into easy mode? Because, like, I'm already frustrated yes. that I've died. This doesn't fucking this help. This extra pity blow is yeah. unnecessary. No, Fuck that. I have it on my like, list of bad examples. need to stop doing that. Yes. I fucking hate it. It drives me nuts. I hope you guys didn't come in with just good examples of difficulty, because I wanted a contrast, no. and that was one of them for sure. No, no, no. When no, it's just like, would you like to drop down? And it's like, no, if I want to, I will go back and do it. Or, like, yes, do the that. Metal Gear chicken hat. Same thing. And in that one, they actively shame you because it's a chicken it's hat. It's a stupid chicken hat. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That kind of thing where it's unnecessarily like fuck you for trying to enjoy yourself yes you know what i mean that seems unnecessary there's there's one now i I think it's only really metal gear 3 but i guess it started it the easy gun what do you mean oh that since nobody here i think plays casually metal gear 3 i like to play casually metal gear 3 i just want to enjoy myself sometimes Uh i I've already played it on Extreme or whatever, but but you realize people have to say that they have to be like, oh, I beat it on this difficulty already. That's why I'm I'm just I enjoying feel, myself. You don't I, even need to say that, you know? No, right? but I feel like already a shame because I love Metal Gear Three, right? But if I don't say that, if I don't preface with that, my opinion is somewhat less. It's but that's ridiculous because how in the world are you supposed to get truly intimate with the gameplay mechanics if you can't fuck around with them? And easy modes are great for that. So, as you know, Metal Gear has what? Very easy, easy, normal, hard, extreme. And then European and Euro- extreme. And European extreme, which I don't understand. Um, Hi, I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh-huh. So, you know, oftentimes if I want to, you know, oh, I just want to enjoy myself, yeah. I'll play very easy. Very easy on Metal Gear Solid 3 has the easy gun, which is an infinite ammo trank gun that has a never-ending silencer. Yeah. Mm, Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to bring up cheat items. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, that's another form of easy mode. Right. But at that point, that starts tipping the line towards you're not experiencing the game. Like, in its narrative, this is actively a cheating item to get past a lot of the hurdles. Right. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of that one because you are actively ignoring gameplay elements because you're using the same solution to everything. But, as opposed to just making it easier for, within those gameplay mechanics. But see, that's actually something I wanted to talk about mm. because I actually don't mind that. Mm. As an example, uh, the way Witcher 3 presents its difficulty settings, mm-hmm. going from hardest to easiest, is hardest is called Death March. Which straight up it's tells you what name, you're getting into. I, I like agree. That. That's a great name. But then it goes Death March, Blood and Broken Bones. Okay. Uh, store, uh, story and Sword. And then it's called, and then the easiest difficulty is called Just the Story. This is horribly confusing. Mike. Like in terms of conveyance, like which Blood bo- Bones and, and what was it? Blood what? It, blood and Broken Bones. Blood, and, blood broken and Broken Bones. Adrian, is that normal or hard mode? That's that's hard. Well, I mean, when I see Death March, that's normal. No, but you need the context of the other ones. Like, on their own, you would have no idea. I went in reverse order, for the record, just because it it presents it easiest to No, I'm just saying, like, in terms of names, it's kind of confusing, but that's all. I guess, but in the context, it's fine. It works in the context, yes. But, so it presents its easy mode as a way to just enjoy the story of the game with very little combat. Mm -hmm. And I like that presentation, or... 
I like wrapping easy mode in that bow. Sure, but you know what that didn't do? What? It didn't give you the extra blade of specialness that kind of just came in and cut through the main, like, tone of the story but and it just becomes your infinite. It basically does, though, because all the creatures are super easy to defeat now. No, no, no. See, this is the difference I'm trying to make here. You, It's easier within the context uh -huh. and tone of the story. Okay. All right? All the same encounters are the same, just easier, as opposed to giving the player an external item. Such as? Such as um, Easy Gun and Metal Gear. It's still just a gear. tranquilizer gun. No, I know, but it's a super special tranquilizer gun that's going to be your answer to every scenario. But that's... My point... Okay. Be, look, I, this may not be where, you're, where you agree, uh -huh, but I'm just ahead. saying, like, in the sense of, if I'm an easy mode player, I'd like to have an easier time figuring out the gameplay mechanic the game is giving me, as opposed to just having an infinite win button that doesn't let me uh, interact with the gameplay mechanic as it's intended. Easy or not. I, I think a good example of that is probably, I would argue, some of the Devil May Cry games because they'll give you, like, extra souls to upgrade all your gear. In that regard, that's, like, leveling up early. That's, like, old, let's, uh, what do we call it, anti-grind? Can we do that? Pat, uh... Like Pat, making it easier, like you padding just, yeah, it. Yeah, where you just kind of speed through a grind. Oh, that's called anti-grind. Like speed level, I guess. I guess. Yeah, you, so you're just speed leveling with that. Where, yeah, it's kind of like that. But in that regard, you're still at least just playing level as ramps the character. You at the start of the game, really. Yeah, but it's not like, um, say for example, the Golden Leaf in Mario. Oh, what a great example. Where it's just, you lose enough You can do whatever times. the fuck you want. You don't even have to play. You just literally let the game play itself. And... You're not interacting with the mechanics. Uh, sure. Easy mode, you can still interact with the mechanics, just have an easier time. But if you're not even playing the game, then I don't think that's even a difficulty. You're just winning for free. But I don't think there's... A, in a game where there's a story, I don't see a problem with that. Well, again, though, the examples we gave really didn't have stories. So, right. But, like, in, in a story game, absolutely. Well, Metal Gear does. Okay, yeah. All right. Even then, it's still kind of weird, I feel. But all right. I guess this is where we'll Again, differ on there. I, I think if really all you want to do is, like, enjoy this story with minimum interactivity, I don't think there's a problem with that. No, well, okay. I don't think there's a problem. I just think it's it's not a shame, but it, it's kind of like you're missing out on the gameplay mechanics. Not that they're hard, but that this is what the game is about, right. and you're not able to see it with a instant win button. I get but you are it. still able to see the story. That's true. So that's something as well there. Which, if I may, I have another one to bring up. Yeah. Sure. Um, in terms of what you're talking about, in enjoying the story more than anything, yes. I'm going to bring up Silent Hill 2 and 3. Okay. Which had very interesting difficulty modes where they separated it with action difficulty and riddle difficulty. That so, is actually a really good example. Yeah. Yeah. So what they did is if you wanted to experience the story, then you would put action difficulty level one but if you still wanted to solve some intense puzzles you can have a difficult puzzle but easy action mode or even vice versa you can customize that gameplay experience to your liking and the best part about those modes was that there were differences enemy placements puzzles were entirely rewritten item placements even item placements everything was different because i wanted to mention this as a bad example also they even add puzzles when you do the hard uh puzzle that, mode. dude some of some of the puzzles uh dr rude i'm listening on on uh, the maximum riddle difficulties are the yes. best iteration of those puzzles mm. the shakespeare puzzle the in shakespeare three puzzle i will always say my favorite puzzle is in silent hill three where there's a keypad 
and you have to basically treat it as a face, and you have to follow a, a very morbid morbid puzzle about mutilating a face yes. at, with the keypad. And I was just floored by that genius. But whatever. My point being is that that customization is available there for you. Um, I wanted to. That's a good example. But a bad example is when a harder difficulty just changes damage values. Where, like, you just get health sponges. Oh, like, oh, yeah, 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 like bullet sponges. Bullet I've sponges. Known I hear this happens a lot in Destiny, where the harder difficulties, there's no changes to the right. gameplay mechanics. Destiny, Division, most military shooters. Most yeah. shooters seem to do this, where it's like, all we did was increase the HP. the HP bar and go, Whoo! And that was it, which honestly is not effective, because you're not adding any more gameplay, you're just making it more of a slog for no reason. Agreed. So, yeah. Well, what about Resident Evil Village? When what you do the hardest difficulty, some of the bosses have new attacks. New moves. I like that. That's so, dope as fuck. So then I guess I can bring this in then. Yes, that goes beyond just health sponging. Right. You look at something like Resident Evil 7 Madhouse, which has entirely new enemy interactions. Like from when you first see an enemy, completely new enemy reveals. And that shit is like crack to me. Yeah. Because you have one playthrough and then you go back and play through it again and it's a fresh experience all yeah. over again. If you can say the words, oh, that's new. That's great. Yeah. I'm here for it, which I, I did. There and are some fuck. parts that are better in Madhouse than they are in the original. Mm. Now, I know some people, like, I always tell people Madhouse is the way to play Resident Evil 7. The same way I say Resident Evil 2, the best way to play is hardcore. Okay. I'm not saying the only way, but in order to get the same feeling I get in terms of dangerous zombies, that's my preferred I'm glad method. you brought up 2. So way back when 2 was coming out, mm -hmm. uh, George and I were hyped as shit, as we made you would a expect. Deal. Sure. Um, he was going to do Leon's run uh, in hardcore. I was going to do Claire's run in hardcore. Uh -huh. And I was going to stream it on whatever the fuck I was streaming. On the Fan Freak Switch. No. Yeah. yeah, I made a Twitch, but I think it ended up being on YouTube. And, oh, that's true. And then you did it on your, on your stream. That's right. And I played up till the basement with the liquors, and I kind of, like, got stuck there, and I got frustrated. And I just didn't want to play anymore. I rather had played like on standard or assisted at that point. Now I would. I'm not shaming you. No, no, no. You did. No, but see, let me. I'm telling you. <laughs> let me. I'm telling you why I shamed you. I'm not shaming you because hardcore. You you didn't want to play hardcore anymore. That's not why I'm shaming you. I'm shaming you because we made a plan. We made a deal that we would play hardcore together on our first runs, and you gave up halfway. It was I, only because of the deal we made. Not even halfway, because I, I hadn't made the sewers yet. So it really wasn't that you had to drop down. It was the fact that you stopped. And I was like, oh, okay. I just, I couldn't anymore. I didn't, I wasn't enjoying it. And I'm sorry. I wanted to enjoy myself and at that point. That's totally and valid. I was just disappointed. External in the deal. factors probably influence either I was tired at work or things came up and I just didn't have time because playing the hardest difficulty is exhausting sometimes. Oh yeah. That's fair. Absolutely. Like there's a part of me that I re James and I have this thing probably. We want to play probably. Doom and Wolfenstein on the hardest difficulty because motherfucker it if it, it feeds you that you want to do that yeah. you want to fucking kill these demons at the hardest difficulty i haven't finished doom 2016 because it is really difficult for me to play that on hard mode like i die a lot like i die more than i'm used oh, to see, so and then the i thing. get frustrated and i just quit here's the thing i can't i don't do my first playthrough though on that difficulty 
because I know that that doesn't like I can't play the hardest difficulty the first time. I and I'm exactly the opposite. I always play the hardest. Difficulty no, but that's the just it. Time. You can't play the hardest difficulty because it's not unlocked yet. Oh well, no, it's the second the hardest. If you're talking that about I do. the the extra unlockable difficulty, well, that's just that's it because like I'm not gonna sit here and grind through hard mode. Only to then grind through nightmare mode. I'm not doing that. Sure. I'm going to casually play through normal mode first. Because I know that I am then going to tackle nightmare mode and really get into, like, the blood, the bloody knuckles portion of my gameplay. Now, now, that's Doom. Yes. Wolfenstein, it's right. fully unlocked. Yes. It's uber. Yes. And I love that shit. I went all in on that on Wolfenstein New Order. Yes. Wolfenstein 2, I, I got... I got so fucked in the first segment when you're in the wheelchair oh and I God. kept fucking dying. I just like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not having fun. And the point of this is for me to have fun. I'm too old to be fucking worried about hard mode. So right. I just went to like normal. I went to medium because yeah. I'm not going to play on easy. But, and it's like, but how does your decision of going to easy mode affect someone else's playthrough of their game? It doesn't. And not at all. It's literally the gay marriage argument. You yep. know, it's like, why do you want to stop gay marriage? I know it's a weird connection, but it's <laughs> I like, I thought it. we weren't political, but all right. No, this, well, oh, fuck, man. I'm, the Fan Freaks podcast unequivocally supports gay marriage. I was about to say, if you're going to be like, does not agree with you. I was about like, what are you, bitch? <laughs> like, fuck you. No. Um, we but, believe in, in marriage. Marriage between but a man idea, and, no, a, we don't and a agree. fire I lizard. Nobody should get married. It's a bad idea That's for everyone. That's right. Only oh, yeah. freakies can get married. That's it. Um, but no, the idea of like, it doesn't affect your right. playthrough, then why the fuck does it matter to you? Exactly. It doesn't. Um, I would like to present another version of easy mode that I quite enjoy. I'm sorry. We were talking about unlocking difficulties real quick. Yes. Madhouse, you had to fucking pre-order to right. get it. And I had to do that. I know. Fucking annoying. Continue. Sorry. Uh, you see this a lot in games that have base building elements. Fallout okay. Four, maybe. Uh, uh yes, but like not... survival games, like Raft and uh, more like Minecraft, Terraria. Okay. okay. Oh, no Stardew Man's Valley. Sky, Stardew Valley. Their easy mode is just called creative. Oh, mode. creative mode. Yes. And I like that. Yes. Because when you play that game, a big part of the game is your creativity in just building shit. Okay, you know what? This is interesting because remember how I said having a cheat item ruins yes. the gameplay. Make I think if you think of it like they're just two different uh, gameplay th- like runs, just two different game right. runs uh, playthroughs where one is cheat mode where you can just have fun and play with the mechanics, right. and one is to see what the developers wanted you to interact with. That's a very interesting distinction. Yes. For example, uh, we can talk about uh, my two biggest experiences, which is with No Man's Sky and Terraria. Mm-hmm. Uh. Both of them have the same easy mode and the same difficulty mode, the same hardest difficulty mode, which is the easy mode is creative mode, uh-huh. which it basically gives you access to like unlimited resources. Right. To and get you creative. just get to fucking build shit, uh-huh. which is really fun. Yes. Then the hardest difficulty mode is permadeath. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Which is the most terrifying thing in No Man's Sky and to all of it, because that's it. You're done. Mm, that's that true. is it. It. Game over. Doesn't matter how fucking close to the galaxy core you got, none of it. You are dead. You your game file is gone. You start on a new. Fo- oh, and that's something else too. Is that in permadeath mode in No Man's Sky specifically? Uh, it works off of the hard difficulty setting, which so normally when you start the game, you start next to your crashed ship. It's like a hundred meters away, uh, so you just have to get there. Uh, but in hard and permadeath mode, it puts your ship 1,000 meters away, 
on a hard terrain planet. So either a heavy radioactive planet, a high heat planet, Jesus Christ, a frost planet, or a, an acid rain planet. So you ha- and you start with broken suit bits and lo- and no resources. But see, this is the thing though: is is you get to choose the stakes at what yes. at what point you approach it because it's all about creating a sandbox for you to enjoy. So Agreed. yeah, uh, but yeah, so it's just funny to me how like the contrast between the two extremes because one is you can't die and everything's free and the other one is fuck you bitch it really is no uh, yeah but i really like the get uh, yourself a game that can do both seriously <laughs> like it's important i just like the presentation of the easy mode as not it's not easy mode it's a do whatever the fuck you want mode. it's creative mode it's a creative mode i like that box i like wrapping it in that bow of course like but see that's the thing though you but you're giving the player that option yeah, there's some games that don't sure. even go that deep into it that is a great way to handle that agreed um to go back to cheat items in resident evil i know the dude and i have to have had like a million rocket launcher playthroughs right yeah with the infinite rocket launcher and that's a a valid playthrough of just enjoying the game yep so you know what I mean? It, you just saw the mindset of how you're approaching it. Like, did you want to enjoy the gameplay mechanics on your own terms? Right. Cheat mode. If it's, do you want to enjoy the gameplay mechanics as it's given to you? Easy mode. And if you want a little bit more challenge, you go towards difficult. Yeah. I like to publicly just state, I love cheats. I love oh, yeah, just I enjoying myself. And, oh, infinite ammo for all the guns in Resident Evil 2? Let me fucking do that. I would like a statistic of... I'd rather do that now and just enjoy myself. Can you guys think of your favorite game with cheats? I know this is probably a tall order. Uh, Favorite game with cheats? Well, I was going to say, right off the bat, I would like a a statistic of how many tanks were spawned in Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> That's a, well, that and motorbikes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. See, I was thinking of the cheats in like Tony Hawk, where you get to I do mean, big oh, head mode. And yeah. I was gonna I mean, go Goldeneye. My favorite cheat has to be IDDQD. That's Doom and uh, that's Doom uh, God mode. Oh, that's right. Shit. That's right. That's um, like the classic ID games cheat code. N- IDDQD. Yeah, but there's even one more classic: the Konami code. Uh huh. Oh, but I said Goldeneye. We're forgetting about paintball mode, yeah. DK mode, yeah. slabs only, knives only. They went big in with mode. that shit. Yeah, that was DK mode. Wait, no. So, there was two. There was Big Head and DK mode. Yeah, because Rare so did So on DK. that note, I have kind of a hot take. Oh, okay. By all means, serve that sizzler up. Other than for trophies, maybe, I'd rather difficulty setting or difficulty modes go away altogether. Um, Hang on. Mm. Hang on. Mm. Give me a second. Okay. I would rather have difficulty sliders for various portions of the game. See, that's... I would rather have a difficulty menu. Yes. Like where I can customize my experience. The parameters of your experience. Uh, Be Silent Hill 2 and 3, the puzzle and the action. Yeah. Be like, enemies do double damage, but so do I. And like, I can adjust that kind of shit. And change the elements of it. Absolutely. I would rather have something like that than just like three, like easy, medium, hard. Exactly. It feels a lot more limiting. And it's interesting because if you lower or raise a certain part uh, aspect of the game, it might make it a brand new game in some regards too. Actually, can I piggyback off that? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I really wanted to bring this up. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis has two difficulties and two vastly ways to play the game. Easy mode, which is basically just an arcade shooter with zombies, and then hard mode, which is actual survival horror. Sure. 
Well, the way that they did it, there was easy mode, normal mode, and then hard no. mode. Resident Evil Nemesis, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis only has two modes, easy and hard. Oh, That's it. Nemesis. Yes. Not, I'm not, not talking remake. about remake. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm but, talking about the OG PlayStation. Yeah. But, but, but that game, it's hard or cheat run. Because in easy mode, they give you like five guns and like a shit ton of you ammo. You have all the guns right. and a bunch of ammo and infinite saves on easy mode. And hard, you fucking knife, a pistol, and that's it. But Deal see, with it. But that continues to our idea of of like there's a cheat run and right. then there's a there's a playthrough run. Back to what I was saying real quick. Mm. Just because I want because my point is I like the idea of game developers encouraging custom runs of games. Right. Yeah. I think that's good for the community. Mm-hmm. And I think like that slider menu type deal, like it it uh it warrants that. You got me? So in Bloodstained, um, I don't know if you remember Bloodstained. It was the Koji Igarashi game, the spiritual successor to Castlevania. No. Um, I bought the Kickstarter thing down there. Okay. I showed you. It's Anyway. Oh, right. It's the Metroidvania game, yes, essentially. Yes, 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 yes. That game has a customization mode where you can uh, randomize items, choose where you start out, um, what's your health like, the damage outputs, everything that you're saying right now, they did that for Bloodstained. So yeah. it's getting around. There's some games that are doing it. And like, even if I'm not, I'm not saying that like game difficulty has to go away altogether, mm. but I still would rather see more games with like that so it should be like easy, normal, hard, custom. Well, custom like, could be I, like a rogue almost mode, a roguelike mode where you can change the parameters yeah, on how you keep going and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, funny enough, that's kind of uh, what uh, Hades does. Hmm. Because uh, in Hades, once you beat the game, it has to find new ways to challenge you. So you actually get to choose how your next, your new runs get harder mm-hmm. with your heat modes. So you get to choose, like, enemies do double damage, or uh, fucking lava insta-kills, or whatever. Yeah, anything else you it's, modify. So it's very it. much yeah. like that. And I like that. Like I said, it, it, it encourages, like, for Twitch streaming even, you could do, like, X run of the game. Did I ever... No weapon, lava insta-kill, double damage mode. Exactly. You Did know? I ever tell you guys about my Left 4 Dead 2 mod? No. I did this myself. Your Left 4 Dead 2 I, mod? I did a combination of mods to make this happen. Okay. So I wanted a Left 4 Dead game where the zombies don't run. Um, okay. And the idea is is that there's a shit ton of zombies, but okay. they are slow. And if they touch you, they do enough damage like on the hardest mode. So it's two or three swipes and you're dead. So it's all about getting from point A to point B in a strategic way that gets around zombies as opposed to killing them outright because there's okay. just a ton of them. In me doing that... I feel like this is the best mode and could be a completely different game. Interesting. So, like, little changes that to the gameplay. Me. Oh, my God. I'll have to show you it. It's so much Does fun. Does it increase the number of witches that spawn? So I deactivate special infected. Oh, okay. Except for the tanks because they're hard-coded in. Oh, really? You can't get rid of them. I know. I tried. You it, could get rid of fucking we get rich witches, hunters and... All of them but tanks because some tanks are scripted. In sta- oh, certain stages. Oh, yes, they are. Yes. So some of them, bro, tanks That's are a monster. funny. The tanks run, so there's no, like, they, I don't know how to slow oh, so them down. Oh, so you couldn't change anything about the tank at all? I, I couldn't. But it also didn't thing. increase their spawn rate. No, no, oh, it didn't. okay. Well, but the idea that. was is that I had a great gameplay mode that and it was just like. Don't tanks uh, damage other infected? Um, They can. 
But they're but the other infected are so slow that he was running around them more often than not. Oh, he wasn't running through them. No, because oh. he would he was faster. He would just run right through them, and they were too busy oh, moving slow. Oh, I see. But regardless, even if all my campaigns ended in tragedy, the gameplay itself was like a brand new game, and it was just simple parameters. I changed. Interesting. So I agree with that's that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh. But that's that. That's just me because I like I like the you know the control being in my hands. Mm. Does anyone have any other examples? I got it's one, a, but go ahead. No, I mean, like, if, like I no, feel no, like no, I did two ahead. in a just, row. So matter, I want to talk about There's no two in a row. Well, you know, on Thursday nights, if you're lucky, you can. Um, so I want to mention multiplayer games because mainly we've been talking about games that are single player in terms of handling difficulty with that. Okay, multiplayer difficulties. Yes. So there is um a stigma, kind of, especially with fighting games. That, like, oh. if you are not at the frame counter level, you are not playing that fighting game, which is so not true in my right. experience. Like, I, I've always had the least amount of fun when you're that good at the game. Like, when you're that good to where one combo is 50% of the match, it's not as fun to me as much anymore. It's more fun to do certain moves and time them in between who you're fighting and, and whatnot in that regard. So... I kind of like what Tekken did. In Tekken 7, there is a, a shortcut menu where if you hold L1, if you press any of the face buttons while holding L1, it'll input a command for a special attack. Now, it's not every special attack you have, but it is at least four that you can be confident you can pull off at any skill level. Right. So at least it's keeping certain people up that wouldn't be able to play with other people who are at that frame yeah, counter actually, level. Yeah, actually, fighting games are getting to the point where there's auto combos and stuff of that nature that lets you explore and and, and change it up a bit. Killer Instinct, right. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, And be at uh, least so close on. to the professionals who are doing these long-ass combos well, that you wouldn't be able to figure out on your own. On that note, actually, I think that's something worth talking about mm -hmm. is, like, community imposed difficulty levels because like for example pokemon is a great example of this the nuzlocke it well not, not no, just that's like even a though special, nuzlocke yeah. is cool. nuzlocke is a special run but no i'm talking about let's say you've played your pokemon game right and you you know you you think you're pretty good at it and you now want to like look into like competitive oh, pokemon god all of a sudden, if you're not looking at EV, uh, like EV IVs, perfect IVs, you're not you're you're a scrub and don't even talk to but us. But the best part about that, you can beat the entirety of Pokemon and not have a single goddamn tutorial no. on what the fucking IV exactly. even is. That's just it. Those are originally those like, were hidden statistics. Yeah, they're you hidden weren't statistics. supposed to know anything about that shit. Uh huh. Uh, but no, the Pokemon community basically created this level of difficulty, mm. this level of grinding that didn't need to be there. Right. And I think... But in if, the interest of min-maxing, that's how we got to where we are. Right. Now, would you say it's t entirely valid, like, let's say there's a Pokemon tournament, that, like, the tournament provides IV-accurate uh, Pokemon so that not everyone... Like, what I mean is, like, there's Ooh. at least a default IV for everyone to choose from. So it's not just That's IV wins. problematic actually, as fuck. Actually, I have a question. What's uh -huh. min-maxing? You, you said that? I don't uh, know what that Min-maxing is just like where you're squeezing every fucking stat out of your fucking character. Wrenching the sponge. Yeah. Remember what you said about what you thought Dark Souls is? Yeah. That's min-maxing, where it's like there's only one way to do it. It is the most optimum method. We have done the stat building specifically this way to do it. Like, that's fun for some games, or, but not all. A great example of min-maxing is also, I think the term might have even originated there, is in D&D. &D. 
Min maxing is oh, when you create your character. Yes, it did. It, it started to in like yes. to just be very good at something as opposed to being fun. I am the best mm. lockpick. Yeah, just, exactly. Just stat wise, everything or, in my life is devoted to lockpicking. Or <laughs> okay, I want to build a character that's fun. The good way to build a character, or I want to have the highest AC in the game. That's not that's that's that, maxing. Yeah. That's a great example. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, uh. So my point is, yeah, this 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 thirst for min maxing creates this like community generated difficulty level almost. Right, and that's, that makes it unwelcome. But but that is, I have to say, is valid in its own way as well. Sure. If you are able to learn the mechanics that well, good on you. That's a great thing. But you can't expect everyone to play that plays Pokemon or plays Tekken with you to also have to play at that level. But see that so, it, it, it comes from that same place of like easy mode is for casuals. It's that same attitude. But it's just so weird to me because it's a different game. Agreed. That's the way to think about it. It's not necessarily a cheapening of the game. It's just a different game altogether. Agreed. Um. So I really wanted to talk about uh, something. You were bringing up multiplayer. Yes. But there's something you forgot to mention in that. <laughs> and that is... Modern Warfare, like COD and all that stuff. I forgot the, to mention that. The fucking noob tube. Uh-huh. Probably the greatest insult ever. Right. Which is a grenade launcher on an assault rifle or a rocket launcher, and you just blast away. Hopefully, the AOE and the splash damage will kill the opponent. Right. And That's everyone gets mad at it. Uh-huh. Everyone, you know, chastises the user. But I've always said... It's in the game. It I'm is. not going to use it because it's I'm using it for for the opponent. Like in Battlefield, uh-huh. you could just equip the engineer class and just start spamming rocket launchers. And that's fine. That's in the fucking game. But I'm thinking like, oh, I got to use that on, on, on the tanks. People are just trying to get kills. And no fault of that. Well, I don't blame the, the opponent. I don't know if there's a, a, a version older than this. But I know my first experience with that is in Counter-Strike. No op. Ops for cheats. Oh, op God. was the one-hit kill sniper rifle in the game. Oh. Also the most expensive weapon in the game. But nonetheless, you would see, like, you, you, you'd go to join the lobby, and you'd see it said no ops in the fucking, like, Jeez. It's title. like some elitist rule for yeah. going, yeah, no. Because you fucking... Oh, no, I, I've had that. Well, like, Battlefield 3, you get to pick a server... And yeah. it'll be a select amount of games, and they'll specifically state no auto shotguns, no rocket launchers, no claymores, or some shit. And I'm like, but it's in the fucking game. So you By brought the way, a. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just want to call back to a, to a game series we were talking about earlier. If you really want to know how your uh, development team feels about a specific character, if you name your difficulty setting. After a specific character. Must I? Uh, no, uh, I'm talking about Metal Gear Solid 4. Easy mode is straight up called Liquid Easy. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. Liquid Easy, Naked Normal, Solid Normal, Big Boss Normal, and The Boss Extreme are the difficulty See, settings. I thought you were going to bring up RE7's Ethan Must Die. Or that, And yeah. it's just like, I <laughs> wonder how you feel. Or every fucking Devil May Cry, Dante Must Die. Right. Which, yeah, I guess, yeah. But, Capcom yeah, first if there, you yeah. name your, dif- your easy difficulty setting Liquid Easy... That's saying a lot about how they feel about a character. <laughs> you brought up spamming earlier, Adrian. Um, and I want to bring that up in fighting games as well. Because they'll, you'll be fighting people, and I, I've said this to my boyfriend because he does it all the time, where it's like, you didn't fight me, you just spam the same move over and over again. Right. That is, Did he that win? Is, 
Huh? But did he win? I mean, sometimes he does. <laughs> and that's go. the thing, though. You said it before. It's in the game. Yeah, right. It, ha- it has a wake up or has a certain amount of time in the animation and people planned it to specifically do that. There is always going to be a way around it. You just have to figure it out. Even if it's a cheap method, as soon as you find the secret way around it, that cheap method is gone and not even a problem anymore. You see what I mean? So don't hate the spammer. Just figure out the strategy behind the spam and it will just negate it completely. I guess, I guess you mean to say get good? Kind of, in a way, yeah, just kind of like, but the idea is if this one spam is doing you in over and over again, find what it hits. Yeah. Find what is specifically causing man, it. Man, man, I would piss some people off because I, I I, didn't spam, but I had a couple good combos in Fighter Z, and like some people would be super pissed at my Frieza, and I was like, dude, real quick, super easy advice, just get good. <laughs> and man, was that. Bad. But see that game, Dragon Ball Z Fighters has that whole Fighter Z has that whole thing where it's like you Fighters, can do Fighters Z. It's you all do, one string of combos will be your whole health bar. You can, you and can. That's like you can do me. a touch of death. If yes. you're that good, then it, I don't know. You need to fight someone who's at that level with you yeah. because that's a little too much for even me. By but, the way, just on the on the topic of theming difficulty settings, uh-huh. one of my favorite versions of that is this game called Wildermyth. Okay, it's a it's a like an RPG for PC. But their uh, difficulty settings are named after authors. It's random. Wow. But it's based on like how light-hearted to grim-dark the authors are. It's so what? So like Edgar Allan Poe's C.S. Lewis, J.K. Rowling, George R.R. R. Martin, H.P. Lovecraft. I knew Lovecraft was at the bottom. <laughs> God damn it. The guy who oh, says, I thought it was going to be Edgar Allan Poe. That's a better nah. answer, but I know Lovecraft is like, it's so bad I can't possibly describe. Yeah. And then that's, that's it. Yeah. Um, but one last thing about spamming and fighting games. Yes. That that joke of like you're spamming a move and you know how you guys were saying you go into shooting games and like no claymores, no this and that stipulation. It became an inside joke with my friend CJ where it's like, uh, no jumping. You're not allowed to jump. No jumping. I'm only allowed to jump. You're not allowed to jump. No, no normals. No normals. Only spe- just come up with things on the fly just to fuck with them. It's it like the so Calvin good. ball of fighting games. Uh, <laughs> on the topic, though, of difficulty in multiplayer games, mm-hmm. Ghost Recon handles it pretty interestingly. Okay. Because you can have a team of four players all playing the same game on different difficulty settings. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Cause it like most... handicaps or something for different... Kind of, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fallout 76 has that now, too. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really interesting way to handle it. I mean, unfortunately, that also means it's mostly based around damage taken versus HP and stuff like that. Right. But, like, it's a really interesting way to handle it in a scenario where you don't all have to agree on a difficulty. Right. You, all four of you can just pick whatever the fuck you it's want. sinking your settings. Yeah. yeah. yeah what, one, one of the more popular things was in 76, for example, like, I'm 100, level 160 or whatever because I have no life. And this new person that's like, hey, man, I want to play 76 with you, but I just started. All right. Don't worry about it. Come with me. Oh, man, these enemies are really hard. For them, it's level 5 super mutants. Right. For me, it's level 80 super mutants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're still doing damage, and we're almost doing equal damage to the same opponent. Yeah. Some uh, MMOs do that, where they kind of level sync with everyone, so that way everyone at least does a similar damage output with each other, 
which is a smart way to handle that. I agree. I think it's really cool. And for an adaptive game with multiplayer, it's necessary Agreed. for yeah. something like that. Another it thing, just took a year and change to get it there. Well, it takes a while. For 76. Well, to sort of figure it out for any game, it usually takes a while. It needs really good design if it's going to last a long time. Uh, anyway. You know, we haven't talked about Hunt in, in talking about difficulty in multiplayer Does Hunt here. have a difficulty setting? No, no, but it also is referencing to the stakes when you were talking about Minecraft and the different oh. ways. Because that is also very terrifying where if I lose everything that I brought sure. in here, like that's not only that, but George, we were playing with George and George, like, I feel bad because you guys are changing your inventory to help me that I'm new at the game. Right. But look what I did actually. after that happened, remember when I said, you I'm starting to feel self-conscious about to not play again <laughs> beyond that. That's also true. No, after a while I was like, I'm only going to use rookie mercenaries. Like the people that start out with the worst equipment and then whatever I'll pick up is what I'll use. You know what I mean? I chose a method that had the least amount of stakes to make it easier for me to play, uh -huh. which is a valid way to play any game. Sure. It's an active handicap in Hunt specifically, well, but okay. If you, but I wasn't aspiring to get to that level <laughs> right. just yet, so it was okay for my Right, pacing. you were just trying to experience it and you did have like... I guess, I, don't, I guess, for lack of a better word, some anxiety of feeling bad that we were, that you were carrying us you down. in a right. way. I was worried about how shitty I am and just right. how much of a terrible person I am. Yes, absolutely. No, I can agree. 100%. You're a terrible person. I am the <laughs> biggest iron ball. I am your, your, what do they call their wives? Ball and chain. That's what it was. <laughs> I am the biggest balls and chain. Yep. Uh-huh. All um, right, ACDC. So another thing, speaking of multiplayer really quick, another thing that really helps people get at a certain level with each other in multiplayer games are something called perks. So, oh, yeah. So, and I'm bringing this up mainly in Dead by Daylight. I'm not, maybe Hunt actually does this too. But upgrades, I, yeah. yeah. Upgrades and whatnot. Where if you're having a hard time specifically with a certain part of the game, right. where it's like... Um, I'm getting hooked a lot in Dead by Daylight. Uh -huh. Well, I can equip a perk that after I'm hooked once, the second uh, second time I get hooked, I can unhook myself automatically for free. Like, there are certain perks that will help make certain parts of the game easier that you're having a hard time with. I mean, with. yes, that's true in Hunt also, but you can't get perks until you've succeeded at least once. Well, I'm so. not specifically only talking about Hunt. I know. But, like, even in Hunt, though, the... the perk selection that you have in the beginning isn't just one perk that you can choose from. They no, give you, you a little bit. you start off with like three and then as you level up your right. bloodline. You but think to... about the choices they give you. One of them is like you run a little bit faster. What if you think you're too slow? This helps you in that regard. Right, but my point is it's something. You, you don't have any starting perks. Like you don't have, like you can't pick perks at the beginning. Isn't, I remember being able to like choose one or two in the beginning. No. Once, no? If you have a new character, you have zero upgrade points with zero upgrades. Well, what if you pick a higher tier? Uh, my, my point is you have that. to have been playing a little bit, I guess. Yes. Also, he got he got the game and they gave him a fuckload of cosmetic uh, hunters, legendary like, hunters. Yeah. And they all come so. with three each. Right. Premium, more like premium. Um, But no, I, I, I bring it up for Dead by Daylight because if you play it, maybe not so much in Hunt, but if you will have perks right. from the beginning and you will pick a character that has a perk that helps your gameplay style so again though this takes a lot of forethought for the people making the perks but this could do a lot to help difficulty for everyone yes that's it D agreed uh i don't know if i have many more like specific examples to give in terms of like game difficulty no i think i'm out done actually yeah but I, so okay good so i think i can get to the point now where i like distill my my thoughts here 
is that first off, like we said, we all agreed, any difficulty is valid. It's whatever suits your current situation. Mm. That being said, for me personally, I want more control over what I can what is a new difficulty for me. Okay. What I don't really know is how that's going to work for achievement hunters. I can tell you right now how that'll work. Tell me. It's how Nier handles it. Nier okay. Automata. Uh-huh. Nier Automata has a feature where you can play the game legit the whole way through and get all the trophies a normal way, or you could beat the game, talk to a character that's in the town who will sell you the trophies that you are missing. That's so dumb. And the idea well, is what? So in game currency? with in-game currency, not not real life <laughs> currency. No, right. But the idea is if a trophy is too hard, just grind the money and you can just buy the trophy straight out. Interesting. I actually so just thought that's of a method of handling that. Sure. But you could also just like, like, let's say you have 20 sliders on your custom difficulty screen. It's a lot. But yes, I'm just saying, for right, example, right, right. where the default setting is one or zero, for example. Well, for so, what aspect? I'm just saying the default in terms of you assign a numerical value to each slider. Okay. And the default is zero. And then it goes up to plus five or negative five. I'm just talking about something for the game to keep track of. It's, it's kind of like then, Silent Hill you're describing. And yeah, then yeah. that total will equate to an easy, medium, or difficulty setting. Right. So I think that's another good way to do it where instead of like you picking easy, medium, or difficult – your sliders determine whether you're in easy, medium, or difficult. I think we're all going to agree that having a custom difficulty is going to be the best option overall because it encompasses right, all the difficulties. Right, but please don't take away my easy, normal, and hard. I like having just that option. I just want to pick up and play. Well, that'll be okay, like a preset. Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I, would, I would be fine with a preset. That's a preset. So easy, medium, hard, custom. Right, and then you could change parameters of it to be a little bit more yeah. to your liking. I like that a lot. I think that's a great method of handling it, and Bloodstain's doing it, and fuck, Silent Hill did it all those years ago with the goddamn puzzle and action right. and riddle difficulties. So, like, it's there. We just need more people to be okay with it, yeah. and that's really it. On my end, my final thought is where I usually approach games the first time playing, yes. I usually go for harder modes. Not because, oh, I'm such a great gamer or whatever— I'm going to die a shit ton of times, but I want to die a shit ton of times because I want that threat, that level of anxiety when I'm fighting against something and then I can learn it and figure it out. That is a content experience for me, but it's not going to be the same thing for everyone else. Right. And I can totally understand that. That's why keeping the presets of easy, normal, hard maintains the dudes and eyes aspects while also providing extra gameplay modes. Throw us a randomizer every now and then. Those are great things that are totally not even in games anymore, except roguelikes, and that's it. Right. But anyway, those are my thoughts. Well, that's because roguelikes are just randomizers. It, but that you have to base <laughs> the whole game on it to get right. a randomizer. Like, come on. Um, I guess my final thought is that I, I sometimes really judge myself if I don't beat a certain franchise in the hardest difficulty at first. Like it, it, it. It bothers me. But is know? that brought upon by the no, internet just, stigma or yourself? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just an expectation that I have. Like, for example, we're going back to Resi 2. I quit midway and I went to uh, Standard. Okay. And then Resi 3 came out. And Resi 3 is my baby, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what's the first thing I did? I played that bitch uh, from, from night till dawn all hardcore and the first thing that i was like dude i beat it and he he says damn already how was how was assisted for you or standard and i'm like no i did it on hardcore and he was like 
what? Congrats. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was halfway through my nightmare. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we I was trying to even get harder and harder. Like that game needs that game <laughs> needs harder though. than hard. Harder than hard. That's true. I'm just saying that game needed the content. That's why it has four difficulties. Right. And I just feel that uh, it's something I got to get over it. Not not anybody else. It's more a stigma against me that I have. It's a preconceived notion that when you're, you know, you spend all these years, we're all in our 30s and we've all been playing video games since we were like single digits. So we have this like preconceived notion you're a fucking hardcore gamer. You got to beat him the hardest difficulty and all that. Sometimes, man, just relax and enjoy yourself. Have fun. Dude. Yeah. That's what this fucking shit's about. Even if we're veterans in that franchise, like every game is going to be different. So yeah. you can't hold yourself to that same level for every yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, like what I was going through through Resi 2 Remake was vastly different than what I went through through Resi 3. Maybe that's why game. I was better at it or something. I don't know. Yeah. I know we're get, we're we're at our final thoughts, but oh, I, just, I forgot one too. Don't worry. It's not that I forgot one, but just a thing that I don't like. Okay. I don't like when games are specifically designed with the expectation that you have to replay it, and usually with the idea of like that you need to play it in the next. Of it. I don't like that. I, I like. Uh, can you give an example of a game? Resident Evil does it a little bit, but see, that's part of why I love the games too. So that might be just. See, I don't. Yeah. I like I don't like don't get me wrong that's not to say that I won't replay it but I don't like the game making that decision for me uh. I, I like it because sometimes there'll be new story elements and that's more gameplay yeah. See, in that I regard. don't like that well I, I disagree but I mean I, I see where I you're don't coming from like like some people as people with ADD for example maybe can't immediately go into another fucking playthrough of this game and it sucks that content is locked behind stuff like that. Um, I don't like... But the content I, locked would be just the same game again from what you're saying, right? Not in all... For example, this is uh, this is a really weird minor example. But like in Ghost of Tsushima, uh -huh. there is an item that you cannot get... Oh, yeah, but that's... Until you do New Game Plus. That's an unlockable item. You I know what do, I mean? I, yeah. I, but I hate that. And I'm thinking something like Nier where there's a story and then at the end of that story they say, oh, right. there's a brand new campaign that you can jump into. And I like that because that goes, I can have more of the game. Right, but that's... It, it depends on the game. But that dude, is a you know whole I mean? new campaign. That's a little different. But that's what I'm saying is that certain games have that replay value for entirely different reasons. I guess. So it depends, really. I guess. Um, that is it. Well, you, but you said you, you, you forgot, forgot something. I forgot one because I have the biggest goddamn stink about it, and I worry about bringing it up right now. Tell I want to talk about Dead Rising. Okay. Everybody in their fucking mothers loves to complain about Dead Rising's time limits. Okay. Okay? Oh. I've heard from everyone, and it's actually the reason why the franchise sucks right now, because they listened to these assholes, got rid of the time limit, and made it a game just about killing zombies. Now... My whole... You're, you're going to say something? Go for it. No, I'm one of those assholes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry because what I loved about Dead Rising is that it had the idea of you being a photojournalist. You uh -huh. had to get to your Covered wars, you know. You've covered wars, you know. Uh -huh. Kinda. Um, but fucking, like, uh, you have to get to your scoops on time. It, it's a time management game. Right. That's part of the gameplay. And then some people just said, it's a time limit. I don't like it. No matter what it is, it's a time limit. I don't like it. But in Dead Rising, they give you the freedom to 
to pursue certain leads. You don't have to do all of them. Fuck, you don't even have to do any of them. You can just play around killing zombies. Nothing's stopping you. You lose the main story, but you could always continue it because Dead Rising does something very clever where you can play a whole run where you fucked up the story, but you're leveling up your character. You can transfer those levels into your next playthrough, right. making the next playthrough easier. So that time limit, it won't this be is so Dead hard. Rising 1 you're talking about specifically. Dead Rising 1 and 2. Okay. Are like this, where it's like if it's a hard time trying to get to these things on time, it's because you're a low level, you need to grind up for it, and you'll have a way better time once you're a higher level. I've had no problems with Dead Rising, and I love the time limits, and they completely just handicapped and streamlined that game in a way where it's unrecognizable. Well, listen, off the record. Oh my god! <laughs> that was good! That was Fuck good. you! Uh, I don't have many of those. Um, but listen... Seriously, there is a level of anxiety, though, when you start a game and it's like, I have to save everyone and I'm no. constantly under time. Like, that's but again. You don't, but that's the thing. You don't have to. Right. But you get the worst ending if you do. But that the whole idea is that you want to kill zombies, right? Just go. And yes. kill, go kill zombies. Just do a playthrough where you do that. Right. But my lawful good in me won't allow it. Then you're clashing. OK, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's, That's the why thing. I haven't platinum Fallout Three because I can't do an evil run. Oh, there's like four trophies attached to That's the like evil my run. Favorite way to all right, whatever. No, <laughs> I can't do that. It makes me feel bad. All I'm saying is that I love the time limits. They make me prioritize. It gives me Resident Evil feelings where I'm like planning my routes and uh -huh. the whole nine yards. Even saving survivors, guiding them to the safe house. The first game, their AI was horrible, I understand. But like guiding them to the safe house on the second game was fun. But then you go to Dead Rising 4 and they teleport to the safe house. Mm. Wow. Teleport? They teleport. Yeah. You, you, you talk to them and they teleport to the safe house. Do you see how they're actively like carving out gameplay elements that I enjoy just to make it easier where I don't think that's Isn't necessary. Isn't Dead Rising dead now? No. Because of this, yes. Oh. But in any case, I just want to bring up Dead Rising because I, I think agree. the game handled it. With that being said, I think that just about wraps up our discussion. Yeah, that's everything. Freaks, we would love for you to tell us about game difficulties that you game difficulties that you've enjoyed, game difficulties that have given you a lot of trouble. Experience. And specific games that have just come up with creative ways yeah. to package and wrap game difficulty and present it to the players. So if you have any examples, please make sure and hit us up at our at our Twitter or our fan or our Facebook group. That's F A N F R Double E K S. No space. That's correct. And you can find us on Twitter. There's the main Fan Freaks Twitter, F A N F R W E K S Twitter. Or you can talk to me at Bone King TV on Twitter. At Adrian Dooliness on Twitter. At Dr. That's D R Rude M D. Alrighty. So that's pretty wicked right there. Um, we're talking about Twitter. Are we ready for shout outs? Sure. Okay. So I have a new shout out this week. Okay. Well, hold on. Oh, okay. We're going to shout out to our Hunt Boys. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you're just going first. That's, yeah, that's right. Okay. No, wait, hold on, he says, as he goes and steps well, in Well, because way. I can't steal your boners if you go first. But they are already stolen. No. Did you give them back at any time? Uh, I, I, I feel like I steal them every time. That's how I... I am a non-stop supply of boners, that's is right. what you're saying. It's uh, true, though. Anyway, uh, we just shout out to our hunt boys, Jeff, Justin, Scott. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, fuck you, Mima. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, fuck you, Mima. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I don't know why you guys hate your Mima so much. Well, you would know uh, if you <laughs> if you knew the guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dante, thank you so much for listening. My sister Cheyenne, 
had some very interesting things to say about a about an epi- uh, one of our recent episodes. We had a whole discussion about it. It was great. What? I love sharing. This and you with- didn't even bring it up on the show. No, because it was for me and her. Oh. Uh, that being said, we'd also like to thank. Uh, I'd also like to thank the boners that I've stolen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Beefy and Tara, thank you guys so much. The eternally stolen. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, all of our freaks uh, on our on a, at our home base at the at the lair. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's correct. Oh, okay. Oh, is it me? Yeah, I didn't want to snipe you because uh, you hold were going on. First. Now hold on, folks. Sorry, I just had to. You know, I thought that was the way we introduced. Sorry. Um, so here we go. I got Von Condersmite, Beefy Salty. Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Lindsay. Uh, oh my God, I wrote her real last name. Lindsay misleading. <laughs> I, Lindsay, that M tripped me up. <laughs> Lindsay misleading. Uh, Azumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, Boogle, and a brand new shout out for Julian the Czar who was on an, a previous episode of this very podcast um, where I think we talked about music a lot. Yeah, the music podcast prototype. No, that was that the music podcast? Yeah. Yes, and then we did a Man Man episode with Barb. But yes, so the czar, he uh, was actually telling me that he's been having to drive long distances to Tampa, and he's like, I've been listening to your podcast during the drive, and uh, you know, I agree with what you guys are saying in Resident Evil 8. By the way, he agrees with me that uh, we do not need to find out more about the stupid merchant uh, content... Continental. I'm bullshit. glad that we're taking okay. it from you. You can be wrong. What uh-huh, what uh-huh. he's saying. I'm glad he's not I telling us him, himself. I will have him come on this show and Why say Why don't it you perfect. have him it's tweet okay. at us at fanfreaks at Two F-A-N- people can't be wrong. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Not the one. Uh-huh. Okay, not the villain. No, gotcha. All right, and that's all the shout outs I got. Now, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I am just. Wait, we also. We can't forget to shout out to Nicholas Yuritik. Oh, yes, 100%. Because the dude is. that. I, we love your. How fucking. Uh, involved you are, man. Thank you so much. And we, we oh my god, I almost oh totally stepped over. Chop liver over <laughs> I'm so used to him going last. I'm sorry. Oh, no. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Fucking what do you got? Lindsay misleading our resident Zatanna Zatara, Jesus Valentine. Fuck you, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Yuritic, and the Robots on H crew, uh, Cody, CJ, Kalani. Big shout outs. Take it to the back of the throat like the dick it is. That Jesus. was the best line. Good job, Kehlani. I love that line. That was yeah. fantastic. I hope she listens for that one. Uh, should should uh, um. By the way, I guess should I just change Lindsay's um from Lindsay misleading to Lindsay Palmer. <laughs> Lindsay Palmer. Wow. Come on, she. Okay, Twin Peaks all day. Um. So yeah, I just want to. Are we we don't we don't shoutouts? Yeah. Good, because I need to talk about. I've just been getting harder and harder, and things have just been getting really difficult in dealing with it. High difficulty. Mm. Um. Does anyone have anything to say about their difficulties right now? Nope. It's just it's hard. soft and leading to the right. 